All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another MRP show. We haven't been here for a while, but we are back for now. For now. Um, I am Jose. What's going on? It's Daniel. And I am Kevin, as always. And I'm Holloway. The Holloway is our couch potato. Holloway oh, again. Again. This round is, two. This is my first time meeting Round, round three. Well, because we split, we split the first one into two episodes. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, this is technically, uh, technically round, three. round three, and who knows, maybe round four. I don't know how the editing works out. One. There you go. <laughs> I don't make those decisions. Wow. <laughs> also, Juan's here. What's up? Yeah, Juan is here <laughs> behind the mic. Everybody's behind the mic. <laughs> Dang. No, I'm in front of the mic. <laughs> the mic is before me. It's wrong in front. <gasps> no, everyone else is behind the mic. I'm in front of the mic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll post a picture to show what it means. <laughs> it's all about perspective, you know? Yeah. Mm. So exactly. Glass speak. half full. <laughs> glass half empty. There you go. Yeah. Because I drank the first half, so to me it's half empty. Hey, what did you do, man? Nothing. He's cutting my mic out. He cut it out completely. Yeah. Oh, my oh, apologies. All right. Yeah. My so, I switched the cables right before we started, and so I messed oh, up. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah so ex- I was explain to the listeners why you keep messing up one. We're rusty, you know. <laughs> so as I was saying, the glass is half empty because I drank the first half of the glass. Mm-hmm. Isn't the glass totally full? It's just half liquid, half air. True. Um, it if, is full. If we're it's getting atomic, air. then yes. Oh yeah. shit. Let's get molecular. Energy. Molecular. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Right. Okay. Hey, so if everything is, if everything is made out of mo- molecules, mm-hmm. how come shit doesn't just go into other shit? Because. Well, okay, uh, I'm sorry. When you say start, shit, do you mean like literal shit or yeah, you using objects? Shit. Anything okay, made of okay. matter can be shit. All right. Because, okay. so well, the molecules are really big, they okay. each have different or, structures. No, uh, y- yes. Molecules are very, they're way <laughs> bigger than atoms. Molecules are a bunch of things together. They're yeah. Much smaller. Um, but when we're speaking of like why things don't go through other things, it's because yeah. like, <laughs> like the atoms in certain things sit closer together than the atoms in other things. Are they that close that other little yes. atoms can't go through? Yes. Think about it. Yes. Yeah. Think about State water. Think yeah. about water. You can stick your hand through water because the water molecules are a lot further apart. Yes. Than okay. like it would be in like a brick. Okay. In a brick, those molecules are like really close together and condensed. Mm. So if you were to break those down, like say keep having the brick, have the brick, have the brick, and then have the water, have the water, have the water, till you got to a small enough thing where it was like a ratio of two to one, would the water molecule then be able to go through the, you know? So that's, that's actually pretty interesting because, um, according to, I think like string theory or something, there's this thing in quantum physics that says like how, like you're touching a solid object and you can't go through it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like the molecules are really close together. Well, technically like the molecules, no molecules are ever touching. They're just closer together. So since no molecules are ever truly touching, like the atoms don't Mm -hmm. actually touch, they're just really close together. Mm -hmm. So technically there is a chance that, that something could go through something that else. you're just like poking something and then your finger just goes through hand just goes through yeah all right let's try it and then uh, there's no. just keep trying no so just, <laughs> no. <laughs> no that's speaking on like fucking uh you know well like, maybe we can do it with magic and those segue into our episode oh <laughs> Can, yeah. can shamanism help shit go into other shit? <laughs> probably. Let's talk quantum mechanics uh, and let's, magic. Let's talk quantum yeah. shamanism. Yeah, it's all the same shamanism. stuff. Dude, honestly, like, quantum shit is pretty much like magic. 
Yeah. If you think about it. I mean, it. all science is meant They really are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I got that from Thor. Because there's also, oh. like, you know, I was thinking that. <laughs> you ever hear the thing that says if, like, we meet, like, a civilization that's, like, hundreds of thousands of years more advanced than us, like, your technology is going to seem like magic to us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm. we don't know how it works. Just like technology we have now, like cell phones, smartphones, would seem like magic to like the pilgrims. This is magic. That's very true. Yeah. So in that same aspect, like a farther advanced civilization would seem like gods to us. Nice. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Speaking <laughs> of civilization, <laughs> what if like the ancient Egyptians are actually more advanced than us? But then like... Yeah. I mean, we don't have giant and then, stone pyramids. Like, you we know? were on a small island, isolated from them. Yeah. And then we just like slightly discovered half of what they knew. I don't think they were more advanced than us today, but I think they were more advanced than we think they were. Like way more advanced than mm-hmm. we think they were. Not necessarily like more advanced right, than us. Right. And maybe not even necessarily close to our advancement, but I'd say they were a lot closer to us than we think. Like, did they have color television? No, no, yeah. no! I, I just believe they had like really advanced ways of like storing energy and using electricity. Oh, like how? Like there's how, been, how would they store it? Uh, dude, optic ba- jars. Batteries aren't that hard With to livers? make. Yes. <laughs> no, like oh yeah, like, I saw someone make like a potato battery once. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, that. But like batteries in general really aren't that hard to make. Like things that store energy. Mm-hmm. So I think um, because people have found, um, like archaeologists have found, like what seemed to be like ancient batteries whoa yeah like things to store electricity and that means you know and mercury is also a really big conductor of electricity and there's said to be mercury like deposits below the pyramids oh shit Mm. nice yeah wow there's a lot like yeah there's a lot of shit that goes yeah (laughs) (laughs) i could dive deep into this i've read a lot about it nice yeah it's crazy so i think they like Maybe it wasn't aliens, you know, like a lot of people think that, you know, aliens, but I don't, I mean, maybe aliens gave them the knowledge. I I just find that hard to believe. But if we're taking aliens out of the equation, I think they were just really smart and found ways to harness You know what it was? It wasn't aliens. It was the Eternals. Okay. Oh yeah, that's (laughs) right. I think if one thing was aliens, everything has to be aliens, you know? I, I think know. so. Just because, like, I think you can't just things... say aliens are some things and aliens are not other things, you know? Aliens are everything. Have you seen mm-hmm. Aliens, Holloway? Have you been to space? I, well, it's an interesting question. I've had Ooh. some weird, isolated incidences that I wondered maybe were aliens. All right, let's do it. Go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I, uh, I went to Columbus State University down in uh, Columbus, Georgia, and it's very close to Fort Benning. So I'd see a lot of weird stuff in the sky sometimes that a lot of my friends did too. Several people, like, I remember po- posting on Facebook about some weird stuff that I saw. And um, at first it was just outside, like just in the sky, sorry. And um, then posted on Facebook, people started replying saying, oh, that's kind of weird. You know, maybe it was just a star. And then a few people responded saying, no, I've seen the same stuff. You have it, it's not stars. Like we've got some spooky stuff over Columbus all the time. And then the same week that I saw, I don't want to say it was like the classic cigar shape thing (sighs) in the sky, but I did see rotating lights very close to my house. It was really weird. It was like in my same neighborhood. It was gone very quickly. I was like coming home from Publix or something. And then within the same week, I remember having a really intense OBE. Like I was first dreaming and then I haven't thought about this in a while. Let me get it right. So it was a spooky OBE out of body experience. And then I like 
remembered feeling something like pinch the spot. So then you know the spot in your hand between your thumb and your first finger, like yeah. the kind of meaty part. What is that called? Right? The vagina? Oh wait, no. That's <laughs> right what, what, is, what is this called? It's like the saddle what joint in your hand. <laughs> I saddle know. joint? Yeah, that, like this little skin. So the saddle oh. joint is that special joint oh, that, that only humans okay. have. Gotcha. This thing right here, but it's only the we flesh. Have yeah, this is like a opposable thumb saddle oh, joint. Hell yeah. Take special that joint. I think it's just humans. Maybe monkeys too. Don't anyway. raccoons have thumbs? Um, They do have very dexter... dexter Dexterous, De- dexterous, dexterous, dexterous hands. I don't know. Dexteric hands. But I don't know uh, that they have official thumbs. Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> official okay, okay. thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Unofficial <laughs> thumbs. Yeah. Unofficial, Unofficial thumbs. useful thumb-like organs. <laughs> but um, anyway, I remember during this odd dream where I was hearing alarms going off and like something was trying to get me to go with them somewhere and I didn't know what this entity was. And then I feel my hand get pinched. And then I slipped out of my body to the right side of my bed and saw me laying in the bed and looked to my right and there was this figure that was like four or four and a half feet tall and he had a huge head and really long arms and he was oh, like shit. very alien looking, like kind of shit. a classic alien like the shape. Gray, the gray man or whatever? Um, He was like, he was kind of a whitish, lightly purpley blue, like just barely colored, but mostly whitish. And then he pulled my hand, yeah, pulled me out of my body and then wanted me to go out of the house with him, like through my wall. And I basically freaked out and was like, no, like I'm not going with you. You look totally weird. And then I (laughs) popped back into my body and woke up and my room still felt really weird, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't see him. What if you went with him? Oh, yeah, dude. oh, I was thinking the same. I was like, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I think I would be so naive to just be like, let's go, bro, <laughs> yeah, let's dude, go. No, like, if you experience it, or some shit, know. but that would be. Sorry, that just gave me a little chills. Dude, yeah, you said that shit. I was like, <laughs> no, was that, yo, that'd be so freaky, bro. Yeah, was it that was complete, really weird. Was that completely different from any other experience you've had? Like, what the like what? seeing that dude. Sort of like I had already I've already had so many experiences that were very visceral and Mm -hmm. like like different entities appear to be very solid in my room and like will interact with me. But I'd never had one pull my spirit out of my body before. It literally pulled you. It It pulled my consciousness out of my body. So I was already trying to wake up and it was like, no, you're coming with me. And it like took me by whatever this little pressure point is. Yeah. And pulled me out. And like, I literally couldn't get back in until I had resisted him enough that I could make it back to my body. So this was all happening. Like (laughs) you were sleeping, right? And then I was totally asleep. And then like you weren't even trying to, you know, go into the astral realm or anything. He was just no. like, yo, motherfucker. Yeah, like, I was literally, I was bro. dreaming. The actual dream bro. that I was having was like, I was in this weird, it was like a slightly island sort of modern looking building. And I started hearing alarms and I saw a few other people running around with mm-hmm. me. And these alarms just didn't match my environment. It was very strange. And then I woke up to that. I woke up to being pulled out. Oh shit! So yeah, it was wild. Do you think That's that? Nuts. Do you think that dream was like messages that they were sending you, like alarms that they were sending you, or maybe like it could you have been registering sirens or like sounds or other frequencies or anything like that? Okay, so interestingly, with the alarm thing, I like. The reason I still don't know what that is is because there's a few things in astral dynamics and like leaving your body that can be alarm like. Mm-hmm. And there's even this weird term from the 50s called exploding head syndrome. Oh shit. And exploding head syndrome, quote unquote, is when you, it's, 
So like they didn't phrase it this way, but it's what we would know of as, know of as an astral projection or an out of body experience where you just hear a bunch of like crazy static and noise and almost like explosions next to you. And um, yeah, so that that term started back then and I think I was experiencing that, but it's it must be related to that movement and how your brain physically deals with leaving i'm not sure do you hear that i do dude that, those are the aliens, Is that the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, our so, magic phones bro so he never came back right i don't think he did but i did have a weird experience in the rain one time next to my house i saw a figure that reminded me of him i don't know if it was him bro. but i saw shit around the house all the time so it might not have been him this is when you were in columbus uh-huh columbus georgia my the most active house i've ever been in yeah. was for two years and i like basically didn't sleep so much kept happening really? in the house wow yeah. and it happened to my roommates a lot too Something's happening. Something's messing with the frequencies here. Something's happening with the mics. Right? Hold up. <laughs> do I do I sound okay? <clears throat> Yo. So that's that's pretty crazy. That wait. So okay. Before I talk about the next thing, I want to say. Um, wait. I'm not done with this. I have a lot of questions <laughs> about this. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. Yeah. That's why. No. Like I had something I wanted to say relating to this, but like before that, do you astral project like pretty regularly? Um, you know, I really haven't much this year and I think it's cause I've been so addicted to caffeine again. That's actually something that I should mention. Caffeine and sugar can get you really like nice. tense. And when your physical body's really tense, it's like very hard to leave. Properly. Is that why you're drinking Coke? I mean, not on purpose, but I wanted some. I like, I'm doing this cause I she can feel that I want more. She needs a hit, bro. Yeah, I have, I have a little can of Coke next Damn. to me, but, um, yeah, I'm bad about coffee. I've been trying to do decaf lately. I'm doing this cause I haven't had much caffeine today and I want to be alert, but anyway. Okay. I feel that. Okay. Yeah. But it's a real, I, I never hear about other people talking about that, but I really think it's a thing. It is for me, especially. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to relax to get out. But yeah, back to the alien. Ooh, that's crazy. Yeah. So in Columbus, that's where I remember you talking in the first episode we did where um, things were happening in your house mm -hmm. and you, uh, you know, you kind of felt bad about it because it was happening to your roommates and it was affecting them. Is that where this was happening in Columbus? Yeah. Same place. Damn. I experienced literally every level of weird anything if you could think of some kind of spooky yeah. thing that you've heard of it probably happened to me doors does closing it, does it happening <clears throat> wait so that doors what doors closing and opening um there was i think maybe some of the weirdest things that happened they were very physical like different things happened in the house that were very physical i don't remember doors specifically but i also had door beads in my room on purpose because i didn't oh. like <laughs> things that slammed but um I, I don't remember if I talked about this last time. Did I talk to you about when I was standing alone in my room and something hit the floor behind me? Did I tell you about that? Uh, no, no, no. So one time I was like, I was in front of my bookcase. I was picking something out and I was completely alone and it was a big house. Like everyone that lived with me was very far away. So it was not someone screwing with me. It was no one else in the room with me. And I remember just trying to pick a movie and it felt like someone dropped a duffel bag like from the ceiling to the to the heels of my feet right behind me mm -hmm. just slammed like my whole room moved all the stuff in my room just kind of jiggled next to me mm -hmm. and it was so quick that all my hair rushed in front of my face Bruh. and it was just like something 
nothing was there. I turned around, nothing, nothing, nothing oh. fell. No one was in there. And there, those slams kept happening throughout the house. Mm. And it probably happened three times, but in different ways. Like there was one in the kitchen one time. There was one in the hallway next to my room one time. That was the closest it ever got was right behind me. Maybe the ghosts were fighting and like every time there was a slam, it was one of them like, <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to her. I like, want to touch her. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. They, they were not. Uh, you, does that happen to you a lot? Have you had like a lot of experiences like that? Or is it just particularly that house? It was that, particularly that? that house. I've had isolated incidences in other places, but it's usually like electricity related. It's not usually that physical. Yeah. Not much has happened since I lived okay. there. Cause, um, I was just thinking as you were talking about um, all these entities coming for you. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen um, Doctor Sleep? No, no. Is that the? That's the show. Is it a that's, show? That's like the. It's a movie. It's after. It's the sequel after to the, the Shining. The Shining. Okay. Ooh, yes. with Ewan McGregor. Right? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor Sleep. You guys haven't seen Doctor. I, I thought you no. told me about it, dude. No, Kevin. I, I mean, I've seen like the billboard and stuff, but no, oh, I haven't. You seen, guys have to watch that. Wait, movie. how old is it? Because it's, it's like it's, I think twenty twenty. Because he plays the kid, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The, that's the kid from the Shining. No, I just watched the Shining for the first time, like. Last really? Month. Okay. Well, yeah. well I watched it like a I, I guess I won't spoil too. it for you guys. Yo, I gotta watch Doctor Sleep it. then. Yeah. yeah. I think it's all. It's, it's also based on another Stephen King book. I mean, I figured, right? It could be. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but so, like, do you think, like, how big of a part do you think that the aliens played <laughs> in this? In what was happening at your house? Um, I don't know how it, you know, I kind of wondered if they were just drawn to all the activity and then the fact that okay. I was getting really open, mm -hmm. um, at the time I was probably like 21 ish when this was happening. It was the probably 2021. It was the last two years of college okay. and I was living there. And, um, yeah, I think maybe they were drawn to that space because there was so much going on. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of different things made their way in there and, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think they were necessarily causing a lot of mm -hmm. stuff. I think they were just like, what the hell is that? Like what's well, going well, on down well, there? Well, that's the thing. Like I remember <laughs> when we would talk to Justin, shout out Justin, um, <laughs> he would tell us that, yeah, whenever like there were you know, cases of people reporting extraterrestrial activity or anything like that. Mm -hmm. There was also other things yeah. happening elsewhere, like within the vicinity or stuff like that, like that yeah. were also odd, not directly like, Hey, there's green dudes over here you know, mm -hmm. trying to steal something or something. It was more like, <clears throat> like crops were dying or like, yeah. you know, bugs were coming out of whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's interesting. But uh, that brings me to another question. <laughs> Could you distinguish between these things? Like, yeah. In, in in like this being like, oh, that's not, you know, uh, a spirit or anything I've ever seen. That's definitely a mm -hmm. fucking Martian or something. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of I guess I see it like this. So there's sort of classic extraterrestrials, mm -hmm. which is already kind of a funny word because really everything is extraterrestrial. Like at one point, nothing was on this planet. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, like everything that got here came from some other place, right? Okay. So it's kind of, I, I first have to view it through that lens. And then mm -hmm. when I'm done thinking like way too big and I want to get more into like just aliens, um, there's sort of classic aliens as we would perceive them as people. And then there's like, so I'm, I'm also someone that sees a lot of fairies and like nature spirits and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere in between are these things that are like, neither they're kind of both they may be more elemental type sort of things where they're not 
they're not really as anthropomorphic as people and fairies would be, mm-hmm. but they're also not so alien that they're like not of this earth. But you can still see them and you can distinguish mm-hmm. them from these other things that you see. Yeah. I would say that they do have a different vibe too. Like they just don't Mm -hmm. feel the same. And I think part of that is that things like fairies have spent more time with people and more extraterrestrial things are just like kind of scanning, like checking things out. They're not really here to chill with us Mm -hmm. and they're not here permanently necessarily. And I think nature spirits are, they tend to stay here. When you say fairies, Mm -hmm. do you mean like, I mean, like fairies. Like fairies! Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> okay. There's, so fairies, too, they're interesting because they're so they're like a motley crew. They are all so different, and some mm-hmm. of them look more like people. Some of them look like blobs. I thought you meant motley crew the band. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's... Like, <laughs> no. like, I don't get it. Yeah, but... Um, they have crazy hair. <laughs> uh, some of them. Because like, yeah. I've listened to... Because I listened to this podcast, uh, Lore... Uh, and I love this podcast. It's about like... That's a good one. Yeah. I listen to some of it too. Um, mm. And he'll... Basically, he goes by... Like, he talks about, you know, lore and its history and of different things and stuff like that. So mm. he'll talk... Like, there have been episodes of, like, things like fairies or, mm. like, uh, you know, little things or whatever. Yeah. And he'll basically talk about how multiple cultures have the same things. Yep. Um, and how they all uh, intertwine and how, I guess, the spread of colonization and stuff has brought all these different you know folklore and stuff mm-hmm. um so then you would be you 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 see those things too then mm-hmm. like the are they like the way that you know the media has uh, portrayed them um I, some of them uh-huh. like sometimes you will so like when most people think of a classic fairy it's like f-a-i-r-y fairy and this Paris. is like tinkerbell yeah. It's yeah, like Tinkerbell. yeah, it's like Tinkerbell. It's like Cosmo a, it's like a Barbie in a little petal dress with her hair up, and yeah, she flits around and does nice things for people. So that's like the very Victorian spiritualist version mm. of fairies. I have seen entities that look just like that, but I don't know that that's their natural form. I don't know if okay. they just like it, or if they've like, like, I imagine some spirits like that are very old. So maybe they have literally like witnessed. I don't know, people drawing them like that or hoping yeah, they would look yeah. that way so they take that form, but their natural form can be very just blobbish. They don't necessarily look like anything, mm-hmm. but sometimes they're very, like, what's the right word? They could be very animalistic. Like, okay. they could have frog legs and, like, an anthropomorphic face and they could have any combination of different parts. Like, they don't necessarily have to look like people. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking, I've I was seen thinking a lot about, of imagine Tinkerbell with frog legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about, uh, you guys, you know... Uh, Adventure Time, that pink or purple blob, isn't it like a fairy? Um, fairies. No, 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 no. I, I don't remember. I don't remember what he is, but I've seen it. Yeah, I don't know what he there, usually let, let is. Let me, uh, let me, let me see if I can look it up. Continue if you want. Could they also be like just orbs of light and stuff, or just like? Yeah, uh, I think sometimes you could kind of, but so can human spirits. It yeah, might yeah. be hard to tell at a glance what it is, but if you get the general vibe, fairies do feel different from human spirits. So it's just a. And you can tell all these different things apart, all like the... Mm -hmm. They're literally, it's like the difference between like a little kid coming up and trying to get your attention or like a cat brushing your leg. Like maybe they're both kind of small or like you sense them, but they have a really different vibe and you know what you're dealing with. Okay. Yeah. So something like that. That is interesting. Fairies! Yeah. (laughs) That's even more interesting. And also, so 
Um, one of my favorite artists ever is someone who also says he sees fairies, and I totally believe him because I've seen mm-hmm. the same stuff that he has. Um, Brian Froud, you probably heard of him. You probably know who he is, or you've seen his work. Maybe. So he's worked a lot with um, like Jim Henson and um, okay. his son works at Leica Studios who nice. does like Coraline and all that stuff. Yeah. So Brian Froud is a really famous English um, illustrator and he basically illustrates fairies as he sees them mm-hmm. sees them, and they look a lot like the ones I see. So if okay. you want to see some really good renderings we'll of that, that stuff, right check out Brian Froud's work. He's one of my favorites. Like some Dark Castle shit or Dark Crystal yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here it is. I forget. It doesn't say. Oh, lumpy space. Well, that, like, yeah. Ditto? I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I've definitely seen it, but I don't know what they are. I've never seen the show. Yeah. Okay. What? I haven't. <laughs> no. I, I've seen like an episode. It just seems really weird to me. It's just not my thing. It's um, not my thing. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's Froud. F R O U D. Okay. Whoops. Oh, these guys look like. I mean, they look like trolls and stuff. It's not letting me do it. You know what this reminds me of? Did you ever, have you ever uh, read the Spiderwick Chronicles? I've never read them, but everyone tells me to. Wow. (laughs) I mean, basically, because like the premise of the, uh, of the book series is there's two kids who live in this, uh, I think it's their grandpa, their grandfather's old house. They live like with somebody or whatever, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so their grandfather, uh, he's dead at the beginning of the series. But he was, like, big about, like, fairies and creatures and stuff. And he left behind, like, uh, a stone, a seeing stone that, like, when they put mm-hmm. it on, they yeah. can, like, see goblins. They're also they called see... hag stones, yeah. Okay. Oh, those are real? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and so, like, they put it on and they can, like, see things. And basically, like, the whole series is, uh, you know, the kids going about, you know, meeting fairies and getting in mm. trouble and, like, trying to help them and stuff like that. That's awesome. Um, and they look a lot like this. Like, the, uh, the mm-hmm. illustrations in the books, they... They look a lot like this. Um, I don't know if you worked on it. I'm not sure. Probably not because it's a. Um, well, you know what? Maybe let me let me look that up because that's that's interesting too. And this was like one of my favorite book series as a kid. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And also they were just really easy to uh, to read because they were really small uh-huh. and they were all uh, you know um, illustrated. Did the lighting just change in you? Nah, bro. No, dude. Nah, bro. <laughs> it's you, man. It's those nerds. <laughs> They're hitting. <laughs> Which you get the purple ones? Did you get the pink ones? Because it makes a lot of difference. <laughs> Maybe I'm just thinking I'm too just hard. Kidding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. I was to be like, yo, Ooh, what? This is, a, this is cool. a different. Yeah. That's kind of scary. I thought I was tripping. <laughs> yo, a little was. Was. here. I, I wish you could do video for this. It like, be this awesome. This is a show, bro. What do I do if oh my I want to see a fairy? you want to see a fairy okay yeah. actually i have some basic advice for this so oh, the first yes. time i ever saw a fairy for sure because i've had intermittent experiences with them like my whole life and i didn't like as with everything i've experienced it was intermittent forever and i had certain experiences all the time and didn't think they were weird until i mentioned it to someone in my like teens and was like oh, uh, oh, oh yeah That's my little logman yeah yeah um continue sorry, sorry no it <laughs> basically so I feel like this is something anyone can do, but the first rule really is that you have to like be open to them because if you're not, they won't even want to be near you. Like if you don't attract them, this it's like, I don't know. It sounds very childish, but it's very true. If you're open to them, that's a huge big first step. Like clap if you believe. Um, kind oh, of, yeah. There you go. <laughs> like if, even if like some basic exercise like that gets you in the mood to see them do it because it will not in the end feel so stupid (laughs) like if you're like trying to convince yourself but um 
yeah, I would say you have to be open to them. It helps to have already had some intermittent experiences since you were a kid. Maybe go back and remember if you had incidents that were a little weird and you're wondering what was up with those. I've only had one. I've had that's that was enough. a giant fairy. That was that's a giant fairy. That's that's giant fairy. That was a giant scary ass fairy. Yeah. Yeah. So well, once I experienced that, it just kind of took the skepticism away from a lot of things to me. Yeah. Honestly, exa- and it helps. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. I want to. Well, see yeah, because I mean, you're, you're not gonna like. You know, if you're already going into something saying like, this isn't there, this doesn't exist, this yeah. is blah, 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 you're obviously not going to, it's not going to want to be seen or, you know. Yeah. Like, and then like what would be really funny too, is like a, a lot of people will go into situations like that. And the way I used to be, especially when I was a really atheist teenager and I was like, oh, nothing is real. Like I was very nihilistic. <laughs> Everything's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a scam. Everyone sucks. And, um, uh, I remember I just... I, even if I was having experiences, I would convince myself it wasn't what it was and it was very easy to forget about, but it didn't stop them necessarily. But the other thing I was going to say was, so like your mindset's very important and then taking care of yourself is very important. You want to be, to see fairies, you want to be really sober at the time. You want to like be eating and drinking well. And then the first night I ever saw one like in the flesh, solid fairy, I took a bunch of magnesium just magnesium like pill for magnesium mm. and this helps with my dreams too it helps with everything magnesium. so it helps with out-of-body experiences um you can also eat like dried bananas you don't have to take pill for magnesium anything with oh. a bunch of magnesium in it eat it like three hours before you go to bed it helps a lot really it helps with everything huh. yeah would, would that like induce things it helps me so like i guess because the point of taking magnesium is to increase like synaptic activity in your brain and it also okay. helps your bones and joints and stuff but anyway yeah for the know. purposes <laughs> for the purposes of cool experiences it basically makes your brain like fire a little faster and it does more when you're okay. higher in magnesium and if you're deficient in it which a lot of people are you don't tend to dream you tend to have weaker bones there's a bunch of things oh. that can happen but I highly recommend supplementing. I'm gonna that. inject magnesium. <laughs> well, you can. I got some magnesium <laughs> straight into my brain. Just drink, There's... drink a bunch of magnesium citrate. You know. Yeah, magnesium oh, citrate is definitely one of those things you can take. There's the pill form if you don't want to mix it into your drink. You can also take liquid magnesium. It comes like it's like a the milk. clearish. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Um, no, not no, that. that. No, no, that's, that's like a diuretic. You get, yeah, it's when you yeah. get plugged up. <laughs> you can take that. Oh, um, it works though. <laughs> yeah, but actually, You'll technically, regular. <laughs> you really will at least it helps Yo, me a lot so. so where were you when you saw your first fairy and where do you like normally usually see them so okay that's a good question it was in that damn columbus house that damn. was the first time i ever damn. saw one for sure damn it was columbus. in a house and not in the woods right yeah okay so yeah that's kind of important so like if you live in an area that doesn't attract fairies it doesn't mean you won't see one but you're more likely to see one if you at least have some kind of greenery around like it helps to have a yard or trees or something is that what they're like they like i mean i think so i think they're basically from natural spaces but there could be odd ones like there's such thing as like like have you heard of brownies or like gnomes yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. So a lot of them do tend to interact with people more and they mm-hmm. like to be in houses more. I've seen brownies in people's houses. They're very much Are those thing. like troublemakers? Like the tricksters? No, they actually, they, um, I think they like spaces where people are. They're more comfortable with people than certain others are. Okay. But they like, they, they're not tricksters. If anything, they like things that are clean and fairies like clean stuff too. Oh yeah. Clean your room before you go to bed. That's another tip. Damn. Clean everything. <laughs> That's not happening. Fairies yeah, don't like messes. I ain't seen, <laughs> seen number roaches. And 
put something out for them too. Like I will occasionally put out wine for fairies. I won't drink it myself. I'll just put it out and they like that. And I usually see more if I offer them something. That's a very pagan thing, but it works. Yeah. 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 It helps oh, a lot. I, um, but anyway, to answer your question. So the first time I saw that fairy was in the Columbus house. I was lying on my back in bed and it was like three hours after I took some magnesium and I was just chilling. Didn't I was have like, any wine out? Um, no, I didn't have wine out yet because I didn't know that rule yet. <laughs> but... That happened later when I got bit and I found out why got, I got bit. They you know, bit what? you? I got bit by something one time. A fairy I, bit you? Yeah. It was really Whoa. interesting. What? <laughs> okay. Why? Yo. Yo. Did you yo, yo, Hold yo, on. Yo. I need so to tell you the first yeah, story. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. So, first finish this and then gotcha. get Yo. Sorry. Oh my, okay. All right, yeah. So the first. All right. So I was lying on my bed and I was looking up at the ceiling and like I said, about three hours or so after I took, I took like maybe 600 milligrams of magnesium, which is like a regular pill, just like one. Mm -hmm. And then um, was otherwise just doing my usual meditation, chilling on my back, looking at the ceiling. And then I had my eyes closed, but my room was so dark that I, you know, when it's so dark, you can't tell the difference if your eyes are open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh That's just scary too. (laughs) I love that. It was that dark and I was kind of going back and forth getting sleepy and I was not asleep yet. I promise I wasn't asleep yet. And I looked at my ceiling and realized my eyes were open and there was like he was basically like if yoda was very lean like he was really he was probably like 18 inches 18 19 inches long and he was this kind of doll like figure just hovering near my ceiling over my bed so he was actually pretty far from me but he was right up against the ceiling it's like 10 foot ceilings and um i remember he just like looked down at me and he had solid black like very shiny eyes and really pale green skin with like super long tiny ears they just like kind of kind of like kind of like the pixies from harry potter and the it was like a cross between yeah it was like a cross between those pixies and yoda because of the coloration yeah yeah, okay but he was really lean and he looked over and he just pointed at me with like a very long like slender hand and just said how old are you and i said 21 and he just vanished Jesus, yeah. that's so scary. What? What did what he sound like? Type of voice? Um, he had a very low voice. It was like a man's voice. Really? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Kevin's? How was it like Kevin's? How old are you? It was. <laughs> it was not quite that low, but. <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't know. Like, like I mean, Daniel, I think it's Daniel. Was it something. like smooth or Boy. was it? Boy, it was Daniel. <laughs> Daniel snuck into you. It was like smooth jazz. <laughs> no. Smooth jazz. Um, I don't know. I'm just. I don't remember that well. It was a surprisingly low, masculine voice asking how old I was. I just remember that. Did it sound like? How was the sound? Did it was it resonating like with the room or like was it? Does it? Did it feel like it was coming from this central little? That's a good question. It was. It was directed. It was almost parabolic. It was like directed to my head, like a lot of other telepathic noise would be. But he like. I don't even remember if he moved his mouth. I think he did, but I don't okay. remember. I so just it, remember the point. So it didn't sound like as if somebody was in front of you talking to you. It sounded more. No, of just it like was like it was hitting my head from, on purpose. Bro, that's like he crazy. Was talking to you. <laughs> that's yeah. insane. It was very telepathic, and you, people can do it too. So a lot of entities take advantage what do you mean of people that. People can do it too. Like I can like send a message to him. Uh huh. And actually, so these are this is maybe an exercise that y'all would want to practice sometime. Oh so one or oh you could God. even right do it. You don't have to be in the same room, but it helps to be in the same room. You get very sleepy, like get yourself to the point that you're going to fall asleep. Uh-huh. You're, it'd be called being in a hypnagogic state. So get really sleepy, both of you. And 
think something like one person you could send either a word or a message like a color you could send anything to someone and it will eventually hit them but it may feel it may almost feel like um sometimes i can i compare uh telepathic words to like wind in a sheet it's like you kind of get the gist of the word but you don't hear it as clearly as i'm speaking right now it's like you just like catch it and you know what the sense of it was, so you can repeat it, and it's usually what the person was thinking, which is cool. Me and Jose were just trying to get my <laughs> message. It was a color. What was it? It was a what? A color. I sent you a color. Yellow. Dang it. No, no, it wasn't. No. It was green. Suck. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. It was blue. No, Duh. it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> no, no, no. It Dude, was, that's crazy. I was just well, you joking. Should, you, should, you should definitely try it. Like, y'all get sleepy. You can do it between houses, too. You don't have to be in the same real, place. Right? Was it blue? Uh, what was it? <laughs> That's so scary. It what was it? Oh god! What, what color was it? Oh, uh, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in right I now. Was, I was, I was sending you the color too, Jose, but you didn't. You didn't catch so it. like, it was blue. No. And this is this is just. I mean, this is whatever. Going back to like gnomes and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I asked this is because, like I said, this podcast, this podcast that I listen to, they talk about all this stuff, right? Uh huh. Um, so they talk about creatures like that, like gnomes or like uh. uh pukas that uh-huh. live like outside or whatever yeah. like pukas. um yeah so it's like this um I've heard i think that it, i think it came from like europe i think pukas are like a type of russian gnome they're like similar to gnomes well yeah well it's, uh, I th- oh. yeah yeah pretty much but uh, like a bunch of cultures have something like uh-huh. this that it's it is like little dudes who uh who live out outside in like uh, under hills or mm-hmm. like uh yeah you know little it, mounds and stuff like that yeah um, and the name fairy is for entities like the i think it's pronounced oshi are they're mm-hmm. they're like the celtic people that live underground okay. or under mounds and, and hills mm-hmm. and stuff. yeah 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 same so thing. like these uh these puka and i mean it's it's it's, it's what, that's why i meant i asked if they were like the tricksters because that's what these little dudes are they're mostly uh when you think about them spanning across different cultures mm-hmm. It, they are kind of troublemakers like they do like uh humans around mm-hmm. but only because they like messing with them and like because they like yeah. you know stirring their pot or whatever yeah like for instance um in uh in mexico uh and i guess central and south america or whatever there's uh things called duendes mm-hmm. which <laughs> yeah. are basically yeah. like Gnomes. little gnomes yeah. that they will go around and fuck with your shit if you yeah. like you know if you disrespect them or whatever same way that like mm-hmm. in the South place. Park they're underwear gnomes that like yes, go there's underpants gnomes yeah like steal your we underpants we are the underpants yeah. gnomes <laughs> <laughs> the so like um, do you ever see any any of those like any uh, yeah I mean like those weird dudes um, I've seen a literal gnome that even had the same like color scheme outfit that you would imagine blue, blue shirt red blue shirt with a red, red hat. hat I swear to god I've seen what? one just really? like that no. he was standing with a squirrel like I had just woken up and I looked over and he was literally standing with a squirrel next to me outside and I was like no way because even I had I had uh-huh. already had a lot of experiences and I saw that and I was like okay was this in Columbus <laughs> what was no it like? that was in it was in middle Georgia but not Columbus what'd okay. you say to him did you say anything to him um i didn't say anything because i was literally just trying to not do anything to make him vanish i was just like i want to watch this as long as i can and it I was, was just, alive it was like he literally like i watched him take a couple steps up to the squirrel he was watching him pick something up he was watching the squirrel eat something on the uh-huh. ground next to me he didn't seem to care about me he was watching the squirrel yeah. <laughs> and then i just remember he just kind of slowly faded and this happens a lot where i'll wake up i'll continue to have an experience and it slowly fades it uh-huh. happens with like music it happens with entities um just 
kaleidoscopic images that's the most common thing probably if i wake up i'll see a kaleidoscope and it slowly goes away as i continue to wake up but yeah i have to like sit up and wait and like keep my eyes open until that stuff Mm -hmm. is gone and then i'm good (laughs) damn so you do see like gnomes and shit that's crazy yeah they're very my heart is beating so fast right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's like and there's a lot of lore like with different indigenous tribes too i know that one word for um like little like green they're not green men they're like little grass i think is mm-hmm. what it, it's like i think the word is ole and it translates to little grass and it just means the little people that live in the grass yeah which is kind of cool yeah that's why there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh cultures that have those entities mm-hmm. within their lore of these like little dudes that just hang out and also like fairies too um it's just crazy because i mean like i've never met somebody who like you know yeah. sees this stuff it's, it's a real thing and technically usually People who are either like shamanistic or witches or whatever they want to call themselves, they are often at some point in contact with critters like that or entities like that. So it's surprisingly common, but I've really only met like, right now I can only think of one person for sure who's had a lot of experiences like I have, and she mm-hmm. was raised Celtic pagan. So it kind of okay. makes sense that she would be into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just happen to be weird. <laughs> but yeah, I think the paganism part is cool. What if you got reincarnated as a gnome? And remembered your life as a human. Oh, that's an interesting question. That could would be that lit. happen? Um, I'm, I'm sure it could. I mean, the fact that you thought of it means it's probably happened. Oh. You know, <laughs> so. like what coming back a as, a different, as a different, as a different, like entity. entity. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it happens with animals, I don't see why it couldn't happen spiritually on different levels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, say you don't have to be reincarnated quite so physically. You don't have to be on the same plane of existence. Yeah. So sure, it would probably be possible. Dude, this is crazy. That's, that's cool. As well. Yeah. Wait, so so back to the fairy biting. Fairies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So interestingly, all right. So that friend I just mentioned, the one that was raised Celtic pagan. Mm. Um, so when this happened, I sought them out immediately because I was like, "What is happening?" So I remember, same house, same Columbus spooky house. Um, this was well after I had had a bunch of fairy experiences. Like I'd probably seen hundreds at this point. It'd probably been about a year since I got used to it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I remember I was falling asleep as usual, but not quite asleep. I was in the hypnagogic state where I'm like really ready to be going to sleep and I'm just not quite getting there. And then I remember I was laying kind of in the crook of my arm and my elbow and I had my hand, my other hand was near my face. And I'm looking down at my hand, and I couldn't see anything with my eyes open, but I closed them, and I could see, like, um, what did they look like? Uh, you know, pipe cleaners? Yeah. Like, uh, like the neon pipe cleaners that you play with as Mm -hmm. a kid. So I saw this beetle that looked like it was made of pipe cleaners, like these very bright neon colors. And I watched it crawl up my hand up to roughly this area, similar to this area, interestingly. Mm -hmm. So it crawled, like, right here and um, just bit the shit out of me. Like it just bit so hard that I like jumped because it was such a hard pinch Uh on my hand. And then I remember thinking that was really weird. I'm gonna ignore that. And then a few minutes later, I heard this teeny tiny, like literally sounded like a fly in my ear that said, bring the wine over Uh to me. And Uh I didn't have any wine. So I was like, what are they talking? What is this? Because I'd been hearing spirits for a long time and that voice was new. I was like, why is it so tiny? And why is it speaking English kind of oddly? And why is it asking for wine? I didn't know what was going on. So I ignored it and um, woke up and my left arm had, it was just having a seizure. Like it was basically curled up next to me and was seizing and it stayed that way for like two days. 
I couldn't get it to go two down. Two days. Yeah. For two days, my arm stayed. It was just like curled up like it was um, asleep or I don't yeah. know what you would call it. It was uh-huh. just seizing. Like the muscles were very unhappy. Yeah. So then wow. I texted my Fairy friend. poison. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. It was the same side that I got bit on. So I uh, messaged my friend and I was like, hey, so this thing happened. And she was super calm. And she was like, oh, yeah, just put some wine out. And I was like, where? And she was like, in your room, like by your bed, just stick, stick a glass of wine out. And I did it. And the next morning, my arm was fine. Whoa. <laughs> did the wine disappear? <laughs> uh, no, it didn't disappear. And I guess the the point of putting any offerings out for spirits usually is like they get the essence of it. Yeah. They don't actually eat it or drink it usually. At least it's never happened to me. But um, yeah, so it's like it's like they see the offering and it makes them happy. And like the energy of the offering is good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they accept it. Okay. But yeah. I think... Yeah, those oh, those types of offerings are like a very old tradition in so many different yeah, ways. Yeah, that's that's a lot of uh, a lot of the the stuff that I hear about too is that whenever there's any sort of creatures like that, that's what you got to do is you got to put something out for them to like make them happy or whatever. That way yeah. they don't fuck with you. Yeah, or they don't bite you. You know. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Don't make demands. And that was before I knew that fairies liked alcohol. Who said that? That's definitely a thing. They like to party. Yeah. yeah. Nobody heard that. And they like sweet stuff. That that makes sense. That's why I got this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's that's where we have our we have Dang. a plethora of snacks here to ward the bad ones off. Dude, that's crazy. It's an offering yeah. to the candy man. That's insane. Yeah. Candy man. The candy man is probably a fairy too. What is with this beach? Columbus house? Like the Columbus right? house was crazy. It was wild and interestingly. Y'all so, gotta watch Doctor Sleep because it's just like uh, there's so much I want to talk about it. But like, yeah. You, you just All right. Watch it, guys. I will. I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch you're it. Gonna, you're gonna. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Like the one thing I will say is like you guys. You guys have seen The Shining or know the premise of The Shining. So like you know how he sees all these mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. And the lady in the tub twins, the twins. Jeez. oh the lady in the tub god so, i know right? yeah oh dude so like i don't i don't remember the shining all that much but i know that in dr sleep it talks about like how people have the shine yeah, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. have like the ability to telepathically see other, see other people yeah, see, yeah. see other dimensions mm-hmm. um and that's what that's what happens to Danny is that he just has that he also has uh, attraction. The shine. Yeah, he has the shine, so he attracts uh, a lot of different entities, and he doesn't know it until mm-hmm. later on. Because in the Shining, yeah. what was it? Was it the hotel that drove uh, Jack Nicholson crazy, crazy, or was it? Yeah, or was it him just like his own obsession driving him crazy? That's a good question. But I think I think it, was, I think it was yeah. I think it's the fact that he, he, he it's like the way he lived. Yeah. as well because he was an alcoholic mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah and he was i guess sober at the time mm-hmm. so i think everything just kind of like took a toll on him um and he couldn't he couldn't overcome that mm-hmm. and, and okay. that's a good way of describing it i would say and i don't know if he could see the creatures or the things that you know were in the hotel but like in dr sleep they talk about how like the hotel itself is like a thing mm-hmm. you know? yeah yeah because i mean he did what he had the conversation at the bar with the uh with the ghostly bartender or whatever um, so um i'm guessing jack nicholson yeah yeah so he saw you know things or torrents right? mm-hmm. yeah do you go back to that house um no i rented it and i was there for two years and yeah. after that it got rented to someone else so i've never been back. you don't want to just go and just like see what's i've up. driven past it several times what does that feel like um it's a little weird honestly because a yeah. lot of it was bad i had a lot of bad experiences really? in that house some of them were very cool but like what we're talking about is cool and well maybe other than the like shit dropping behind me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that <laughs> um 
that was part of the bad stuff but i've had a lot of cool experiences there too was it um did you have any like like poltergeist kind of things or like uh um like sort of like haunting sort of things yeah i mean i don't know if i would call them poltergeist for me a poltergeist is like just a purely energetic thing and mm-hmm. it could be caused by living people too yeah um but i definitely i got familiar with the spirits in the house there was a whole family in there okay and there was like there was oh, a lady snap. that claimed that she was buried under the driveway and Fuck. like that manner of stuff it was yeah, extremely yeah. active so and so i actually don't think i ever told you this story either um so like one of the most interesting things that happened in that house was very scooby-doo um, oh sweet so i remember Uh-oh. when i yeah so like when i found this place i didn't i knew that i was having experiences that maybe made me crazy but at the time i had not realized that i wasn't crazy i was just like opening up and then like i really didn't meet anyone that saw the same stuff that i did yeah so i was like very uncomfortable with myself at the time so i would ignore my instincts and i would ignore things that would happen to me and i was just like no none of this is real Mm -hmm. screw this i'll just get better and it's cool (laughs) so i was like i'm gonna ignore that so when i found this place i thought there was a man in it walking around and i was like no there's not I'm going to ignore that. Like it's you would good. see something or I mostly or just feel, something. I mostly would feel it. And I would tend to just see stuff as I lived there at night okay. when I was actually asleep or getting sleepy. But, um, yeah, at the time it was just a feeling that there was something wrong with the house and I ignored it because I thought I was insane. So now I would never do that. Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. just say, yes, there's something wrong with the house and move on and not rent the okay. place. Oh. But, um, anyway, so I found this place and i had luckily two of my friends in the house with me when this first happened so i'd been having weird dreams about the place for like three months at the time we were there in into our first summer i guess and um i remember in the back of the house there was this area that had been closed off in um probably the last 20 years or so but the house itself was from 1923 it was pretty old and um there was an area over the laundry room that had this like it was a crawl space opening but no ladder so it was just a hole in the ceiling that was covered (laughs) with i mean not a literal hole but it was like it was like covered with a piece of wood or something yeah it was like it was built purposely to give you access to the ceiling but it wasn't easy to get in there so i never checked it out but um i kept having this weird sensation in my head in a particular spot in the ceiling and i didn't like it like over and over i would experience this strange not really a vibration, but like a pressure in my head. And I was like, I became really obsessed with green glass and I could not like, I'd like see green glass and think about it when I passed this space. So I remember one night I had terrible dreams about the house and I saw like, this was like a busy night. That was the night that this lady like came forward and like implied that she was under the driveway and was pointing to where she was to me and trying to get my attention and then I kept having different experiences with this really nasty male spirit who was very abusive and creepy towards me and that woman that I would keep mm-hmm. seeing. And then um, I remember there was one point in this dream that became more symbolic. It was less literally me talking to entities and more about this kind of creepy older dude that was trying to tug me up into the ceiling in the spot that kept making me uncomfortable when uh-huh. I was awake. And I remember I woke up and I was like, dude, I've had it. Like these dreams are getting so weird. I want to see what's up there. So I went to my friend who was like in the army and he was like tall and he was my friend's boyfriend um, that was living in the house at the time. 
And I told him what was happening and he was really into it. And he was like, oh my God, I'll, I'll totally go up there. No problem. So he like grabs the ladder and then another friend of mine comes over. And I told her what happened and she was like, oh my God, trying to figure some shit out with me. And um, while he gets up the ladder, I mentioned to my friend that I saw a vehicle in this dream and I described it to her. And I was like, it was like a weird van with like sculptures on it. And then she searched something and showed me the phone and she had searched hearses from the 1920s and it's exactly what I saw. And that was behind my house in the dream, kind of parked oddly. But anyway, so my other friend is crawling up the ladder and he's like, where do you think something is? What am I looking for? And I said, I don't know, but whatever it is, it's like right here. And I pointed in the ceiling and I was like, well, there's something pressing on my head in the ceiling right Uh here. And he says, no, there's nothing up here. Oh, wait. And then he's silent for a second and he's like rummaging around in this old cotton insulation in the ceiling. And he pulls out this green glass lamp base Uh that looked like something from Scooby-Doo. It was almost glowing and like he handed it to me. And the second it touched my skin, I could like see it hitting a woman's head just like really intensely. Like I was watching a movie. I touched it. And then murder weapon. I know. Right. <laughs> and then I posted it in a Facebook group and I was like, can you guys help me date this? Cause I'm trying to understand if this is like very old or is it art deco? Is it plastic? I don't mm. know what this shit is. And they were like, Oh yeah, put that under a black light. Um, and if it glows, it's from anywhere from the 1800s to the 1920s. That's uranium glass. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. put it under a black light and that's exactly what it was. It's uranium glass. It was like gr- yeah. glowing, bright green lamp base. And oh, I kept nice. it and I still have it. I didn't bring it with me today because oh, I didn't no. think about it. It's very oh, <laughs> oh, ever so slightly radioactive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. yeah. But, um, glass, it was used a lot back in the day. Yeah. It's like, it's uranium di- dioxide and it's probably about as... Um, radioactive is like standing in the sun. It's Yo, about the same. Yeah, so it, like yeah. it won't really hurt you, but you don't want to like. You don't want to have like your house full of like yeah. dishes made of this stuff. You don't you know? Know. Yeah, yeah. But like, stuff just kept happening. I gave you the very brief version because it was such a long dream that I had. But basically, the same angry male spirit who I eventually I heard a name, which I think was Walter. Um, and he he was very angry. And what was interesting was, um, about six months after I had that dream, I started doing research on the house and area around it. And there was actually a cold case murder from like two streets down with people that had the same last name as those who originally owned the house. Uh So I don't know if it was something related to that. I'm like, did someone get shot years after what happened in the house? Cause they knew about it. I don't know. Somebody got hit by whatever that was. Uranium glass. (laughs) But yeah, there was was it intact. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a picture. Yeah. I'll totally, I'll send you, um, the, I'll have to find a black light, but I do have an old picture of when I first discovered that it was glowing. It was like yeah. neon bright green. It's definitely what it was. Whoa. It's Dude, that's cool. insane. Mm-hmm. What did what did they look like in your dream, the uh the spirits of, of the lady and the dude? Um so Did they just look like like physical people or? Yeah, they were like real people. Okay. Um the lady in particular, she was kind of she was pretty. Oh yeah, I guess I admitted this information cuz I'm like rushing. I'm trying to remember everything yeah, for yeah. the first time in a long time. But this lady had like she had a very war like maritime um hairdo like from the 50s. It was very um she had like 
It was dark and it was curled up and kind of cute against her head, but it was messed up. Mm-hmm. So like it looked, it looked like it had come unraveled or undone in some way. And I remember in the dream before I found um, the lamp base in the ceiling, she had this very, it was like a dark crimson area in her sweater. And it was on the same side that I could see her getting hit when I was handed yeah. this glass. And I made that connection immediately when I saw it. But like when I had the dream, I was like, what is going on with her shirt? And it must have been blood. You think sure. she's still buried under there? I don't know. And I actually talked to my landlord about it because I was so dead serious about like trying yeah. to find out. Yeah, yeah. And it, so like, I forgot. There is some other st- cool stuff I could tell you too. So I talked to several people about this. Yeah. I even talked to the cops about it. I like, Quick I was question. like, hold on. Yeah. Did the pressure in your head stop when you found the vase? Um, it didn't really, I guess it changed. Like I could, it felt like it was emanating still from the glass from the object itself but yeah. not from the ceiling yeah because it from... wasn't in the ceiling anymore so okay. like it so was the pressure from up there to down here stopped mm-hmm. okay yeah. so we got out of there and i wasn't obsessed with the ceiling anymore and it yeah. explained my weird green glass obsession yeah that was happening before i even found that thing because <laughs> nice. i started collecting it for like a month oh, i was nice. just like obsessed with it and then i was like that's why because that damn thing was in the ceiling. I was probably dreaming about green glass. Okay, yeah. okay so, sorry, back to the, you said you yeah. talked to the cops. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, so yeah. yeah, I talked to the cops, I talked to camp, campus police, and at that point I actually talked to them because what the grossest spirit, the man, like attacked me in my room, and it was really perverted, and he was a creep, and I was really freaking out because I was like, now am I going to keep experiencing this? This is like too much for me. So I literally like told my professors and the police about it, and some of them actually took me very seriously, and maybe because they knew that the area was so active. I had a lot of friends that had experiences all over Columbus, so I don't think they thought it was full of shit. Yeah. But um, they weren't helpful either, so it was kind of like whatever <laughs> that I told them about. Hey, it. it's refreshing though that they like believed you and were like, yeah, "Oh, a lot you're of them just really crazy." Did. Like, okay. Especially the ladies, they believed me, mm-hmm. and I think maybe they were just more sensitive than the guys. Maybe they'd had their own experiences. I don't know. Yeah. But um, my landlord also believed me, and he. I think I was lucky that his family was very spiritual. Um, I think they were Mexican. I can't remember, but he was—he was really cool about it, and um, he like—he had lived there. Sorry. That's cool. Um, he had lived there from 2006 to, I guess, 2014 is when I started renting the place. Um, and he said he'd never had experiences himself, but he was very—he was like a football guy. He was like really jockey and like yeah, really yeah. straight. So I don't think he ever <laughs> was straight. open to that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> But um, but his wife, he said, was more spiritual, and I don't know if she had experiences. I never talked to her. Mm-hmm. But he was actually even open. Like he asked where I saw the woman. Like where was all this happening? And I pointed out the areas. And then, um, the, but he wasn't open to like digging up the driveway, which I guess I understood. I mean, yeah, it's tearing <laughs> up the whole driveway. Yeah. But it would have been cool. But I was like, dude, seriously, in the future, because your driveway is such a piece of shit, it was already craggled and like broken yeah. up and stuff. I was like, if you ever remove this, please let me do a soil test here. And yeah. if it comes back interestingly, then can I please dig up, dig up this area? And he was kind of yeah. open to it, which was cool. What do you mean like a soil test? So like, like if you're, um, if you're an archeologist and you want to know if soil got mixed in a way that was unusual for the area, you will basically plunge like a, I don't know what it's called. It's like a steel tube into the ground. You take it out and then you push all the dirt out in order. So you lay all the dirt out and you can see where the soil changes. So if you can see evidence of mixing, it means someone like dug Dug, in the area. So that's what I would want to know is just 
plunge something in there and figure it out. And the reason I say that is because I'm not going to name them because they didn't want me to. But um, I talked to a professor in the anthropology department a long time ago. I don't think he's even there anymore. But um, he was super willing to try to help me with this situation. Mm -hmm. And I also told a few friends of mine who were very spiritual and open to spirits in general. Um, And we all... So I took them separately through the house and I didn't say where I was having the experience with that woman and where I thought she was on the property. So I didn't spoil it. I was like, just tell me if you feel anything, basically. And my professor came with literal dowsing rods and like moved through the space and he found it immediately. And he was like, this is a weird area. He was like, is this it right here? And I was like, yeah, that's exactly where it was. Like he pointed out the areas himself without me explaining where it was. And I had another friend who's just very spiritual and like she taught me how to cleanse houses and she's Apache and Navajo and like moved over the space. And she said that her legs were on fire over where I thought she was. Yeah. So they would point out the same areas, which was cool. But anyway, wow. I, I like told a lot of people about it. So it was interesting to see how they reacted. How do you Whoa. cleanse a house? Um, what, what did she tell so you? the way she taught me was um she like she mixed sweet grass and sage and she had it in the abalone shell and showed me the cardinal directions and um you know you like get everything open in your house like all the pantries like all the doors everything needs to be open and then you like kind of hot box the place like you just smoke it out and then hey. open your front door at the last second I'm good at and that. then everything <laughs> should rush out yeah <laughs> <This guy laughs> and um the way she described it was like the spirits the way she described it was the spirit should thump at your back as they leave so that's when you open the front door and then they leave so they don't like smoke okay they don't want no smoke they don't want to smoke (laughs) yeah because like i've heard (laughs) um have you ever done it like how how do you feel about that because i heard um i think i think in justin's book he was talking about how it kind of makes it worse sometimes or Um, if you don't do it right he said yeah yeah exactly i was gonna say it always helps me but the reason it probably wouldn't help is if you don't do an herbal mix so like if you just sage a place if you just smudge it that's really not good i wouldn't recommend it you don't want to also trap the smoke if you don't let it leave or if you don't cleanse yourself or the people in the house that's also not good everything should be cleansed with sage and preferably something like sweetgrass really something that adds a positivity to the space because sage is a neutral herb it neutralizes spaces so like it basically leaves it like a blank slate and for a while that can be good but bad stuff can move in or good stuff can move in it depends Mm -hmm. that in that way it would probably make it worse the other way it would make it worse is if you're dealing with something really strong and you just piss it off yeah so like i know i know whenever whenever they talk about um you know potential sort of like demon activity or something mm-hmm. like that that's when they're like what are you trying to do like you're trying to smoke me out or something and then they get yeah. mad because they're like this you can't fuck with me like yeah you know um it won't always be effective sometimes you also have to keep cleansing a space and if you're someone that draws things into the home you got to keep cleansing yourself you need to do a regular cleaning i do regular cleanses all the time in my house and it helps a lot it definitely like I don't have a fraction of the bad dreams I do as long as I regularly cleanse. What's that like for a person? Like versus a house? Is it the same? Um, It's it's really the same. I mean, it's easier to clean a person Mm -hmm. just because it's literally like, you know, I just get get smoke all over you on both sides. You need to breathe it in. um, Get it in your hair really well. 
get it under your feet take your shoes off preferably nice and um then like do the house <laughs> yeah it is like a bath basically yeah. it's like a spirit bath so it just okay. gets that That's nasty crazy. crap That's off of you crazy. and it feels really good write a book man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i think a lot of people honestly could like if people were very open to sharing their experiences yeah. you might hear more like some of these are more common than you would think some of these experiences but um yeah it'd be cool to do that that's true i know, I know a lot of people are like it, it freaks them out so they're not open to it you know it used to freak me out yeah because yeah. they'll have yeah. genuinely terrifying experiences to mm -hmm. where they don't they don't even like thinking about that stuff and i could totally understand that because yeah. god yeah that's freaking scary jesus yeah. so I, i'm curious about i don't know if you're going to say something but no, i've been fine. thinking about this uh -huh. when, when you um and i'm gonna go back to the thumping Oh, that yeah. you ran into uh -huh. did you ever it's more of a slamming okay sorry <laughs> yeah. the slamming did you ever no, like fine. figure that out or, or um i like to attribute that to the guy who i think was named walter in uh, my house okay. um he was just fucking with you just i think i think he's very angry so that okay. also reminds me of another story if you have time for one more one more in that house let's do it let's um, do it let's do one more and then the i say yeah. ratings <laughs> oh yeah Wait, what wait, 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 no, but I have, I have a, yeah. I have a question for you based uh -huh. on of that because I think I had a similar experience. Okay. Um, oh. and then we can go into into yours, I guess. So I don't like, have to. you tell okay. us about it. Hey, yeah, you, I think I, I've, I've talked, talked about, about it, about but like, hey, I can, wanted to just, just kind of get your can opinion. Can you toss me a Milky Way? So I had uh, sleep paralysis <laughs> a lot as a kid. Uh huh. Um, and Milky. I think the last time I was maybe like fourteen or fifteen. Uh huh. And it was like a very like serious thing uh -huh. so uh by that time i was used to it so i wasn't like like freaking out i wasn't scared i wasn't overthinking anything mm -hmm. um but i kept hearing things mm -hmm. in the ceiling and i kind of was like rationalizing it with like a raccoon or something because like mm -hmm. every now and then even during the day i would hear it and so my parents were like oh yeah it's just like something got into the attic mm -hmm. um in this house we were renting so it wasn't it wasn't ours so that's that night um i was just there laying um trying to like kind of get out of it or go back to sleep um and i kept hearing it and i was like crap <laughs> mm -hmm. so like i guess i got a little wound up in my mind and then i felt a, th a, a th like a thump or, or something landing on the foot of my bed mm -hmm. like not necessarily on my feet but on on the foot of the bed yeah oh, like i felt weird. a shift in weight mm -hmm. um that's and then I kind of like broke the paralysis mm. and I tried to turn on my desk lamp and the light bulb went out. Yeah. <gasps> and then oh I had to, I rushed, I rushed to the, to the main light in the room. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know if, if I woke up anybody because I just was like freaking out. Yep. And I was like, what the, what the fuck? fuck? But I, I oh promise you, I promise you, it yeah. felt like that that shifting weight. Yeah, I believe you. I've had you very similar experiences. Wait, yo, did, did the light bulb like turn on and then go out or did it just not yes, turn on? It turned on and it went out. Oh, dude, that's uh, even worse. Bro. Yeah. yeah. It is worse. It's like TV yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up right? didn't, like if it had straight up just not worked, mm -hmm. I would have just like gone Literally, I like literally pulled the string. I think I still have that lamp. Oh Not the same bulb, but I pulled the string. Yeah. And then it was like, and I was like, oh fuck! Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh hell no! Oh, like, yeah. Hell, yeah, bro. Dude, hell no! Yeah. yeah so like, I, I just never like really 
paid attention to that and i just kind of like kind of writing writing it off in my head and i was like yeah i don't know it was like you know just no, that was my, real. my imagination that, that was, was just definitely you know, no, that was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was hardcore real definitely yeah i was like i don't know what the fuck that was but mm-hmm. yo yo i'm so glad yo, nothing like that happens to me my god i'm so glad i'm yo i had yeah. i had this freak me the fuck out dude yeah. i had this one really weird experience right like i always just thought this was like in my head i didn't really ever tell anyone about it but um there was this like little metal bead that I kept finding in my room. I remember mm. this. Yeah, you oh, told us. Oh, yeah, you told us a story. Oh, ha- have I? Yeah, your bathroom. Yeah, no, but tell her. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's oh, a good I one. I don't think I knew it. Okay, all right. So yeah, like like there's this little metal bead in my room, right? And I kept finding it in like the weirdest places. And then like one day, I was like, you know what? There's that metal bead. I'm gonna pick it up and throw it away. So I picked it up, tossed it in the trash, mm. right? And then like, I kept thinking that. I was like seeing the bead out of the corner of my eye, mm-hmm. like when I was like walking into the bathroom, because like the bathroom is connected to my room. I just open the door, I'm in the bathroom. I just leave the door open sometimes, and oh boy, yeah, this was really creepy. <laughs> so like I was, w- I was well aware of, of the fact that I had thrown this bead away, right? And then um, I go in to take a shower. Then as I'm getting in the shower, like I think I see the bead out of the corner of my eye. Oh my god! And I ignore it. I get in the shower. And then, um, you know, like I grab the towel, whatever. I'm like drying my hair. As I'm like drying my hair, I'm like, because the bead was like right next to the towel rack on the floor, mm-hmm. like tucked in a little corner. And then I was like, you know what? As soon as I'm done drying myself, I'm going to check and see if that bead is there. And I'm like, if the bead is there, then that means like there's some kind of spirit that put it there. I was like, ooh, you know, whatever. I was like, yeah, you know, that's probably not, the bead's probably not even there. Mm-hmm. And then um, I finished drying myself, put the towel away, got dressed. And I'm like, oh yeah, the bead. And then I went, and it was right there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just like freaked out. I just like paused for a minute. I was like, yo, I literally said if like the bead was right there, then like a spirit put it there. Some kind of weird juju shit was happening. And I'm like, you know what? Forget about it. I just picked the bead up, threw it away yeah. again, and just like forgot about it completely. I was like, this is way too stressful to think about. I was like, I, I was like, I don't <laughs> know if I was it right. Since? No, I was like, what I don't know if I was tonight. Dude, if I see it tonight, I'm gonna freak out. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you, you sure you threw it away? The first pile? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like I saw it because I kept seeing it prior to like different spots in my room. I don't know if yeah. I was like kicking it around without knowing. Mm-hmm. But one day I just like because I kept seeing it out of the corner of my eye until one I just picked it up and just threw it in the trash. Mm. And I just forgot about it and then it just and then it came back. Yeah, and then it came hmm. back and then like because like every time I'd see it out of the corner of my eye after I threw it away, that's when I started thinking I was like, what if like a spirit put it there? Uh-huh. Something trying to make me aware of some shit that's going on or whatever. Mm. And then when I actually like, I was like, I still remember I was like drying my hair. I was like, kind of, what if that beat is actually there? And I was and I didn't just think that I saw it, you know, like yeah. if it made its way out of the trash back into the, yeah. And mm-hmm. like when it was actually physically there and I had to throw it away for the second time, it just like freaked me out and I was just, yeah. Like, bro, yeah, I don't know what you would make of that. I mean, it it reminds me of a totally different story from the same house, actually. When I, uh, I found this perfectly round, um, white stone in my yard, and it was just really pretty. And there was a bunch of gravel everywhere, so it wasn't that strange. But I remember we had a bonfire one night. It was me and I, th- I guess I had three or four roommates, and um. I remember we had our bonfire and it was in one of those metal pans so this is not like a regular grill that things fall through it's like a metal dish that the uh, fire's in and we had this bonfire 
And then I remember it got really late and I was the last one out there and I just decided to take this white stone and throw it in the fire and just, I just was bored, I don't know, so we threw it in there and left it and we put the fire out and um, I went to bed and I wasn't asleep yet but I started, like pretty much every night I would have visions about something, it was very normal. But then I had um, recently had an experience with these five really tall people that showed up in my room mm -hmm. and they were all in these like matching green robes and like they appeared to be guides for me. So it's, they kind of felt slightly angelic. They were almost like star people. I don't really know how to describe them. They were just really cool. And um, anyway, I remember very recently I had watched these five people leave my room one morning and then that night that I threw the stone in the fire, um, I remember seeing through my wall, I could see the five of them circling around the fire pit where mm -hmm. I threw that stone. And the next day I went out there and the stone was completely gone. Like there was no evidence of it in the ash. Mm -hmm. It was a real stone. So it wasn't just like melted and it didn't, you know, evaporate. Yeah. It wasn't plaster. So um, I remember later on I found like so it wasn't in the fire anymore i hadn't taken it inside with me and i did eventually find a stone like it in my pocket but it was not the same stone which was mm -hmm. strange i didn't remember putting that there either but um yeah it was weird to, to know that that stone had disappeared from the fire after i saw them circle yeah. around it that was kind of neat oh, so it so reminds weird. me of that do you think that had, <laughs> do you think that has something to do with you or more so to do with the rock itself i don't know i mean they felt like my guides i have a lot of guides um so I think they were a group that had been assigned to me maybe a long time ago and I was seeing them for the first time. I think everyone has guides, by the way, like I'm not uh -huh. special, but um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone has guides. Like you probably have at least one permanent one with you all throughout your life. Mm -hmm. You might see them, you might not. It just depends on how open you get as you're alive. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I've had a couple experiences with them. It almost feels like a parent teacher conference when they're around. <laughs> okay. It's like I'll wake up to voices and it's usually like I had seen them interact and it felt like they were talking about me, but I had nothing to do with it, you know, but if you ever, I don't know if you ever wake up to voices or hear them or have weird dreams about people in your room, maybe, nope. but sometimes they're not, not in the least bit. No, nope. I sometimes do. I wake up in the middle of the night and I feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah, that's Sometimes possible. Probably is watching you. <laughs> it could yeah, be any me. number of things. Oh, I was watching you sleep. <laughs> yeah. What is uh what Sorry. is the purpose of the guides? Kind of creepy, bro. That's a good question. So, spirit guides. <laughs> How did you avoid my camera though? There's a variety of different types of guides, but um I mean angels are a classic type of guide. Yeah, a yeah. lot of times they just keep you safe. Sometimes they're more about knowledge, like they'll help you realize things or help you on your path. A lot of them are there to literally like keep you alive. Sometimes they just keep you out of trouble. Um especially if you're a kid. Like you'll have strong angelic guides that yeah, help yeah. with that. But sometimes it's more of like a knowledge type thing or almost like a conscious, like a, like your conscience on your shoulder, that type of thing. Yeah. So they're, they're there for different purposes. It depends on what you need in this mm -hmm. life. So yeah, it just nice. depends. That's insane. It's so, funny. It's funny how you mentioned that just cause you know, that's what they say in, you know, Christianity that, mm. you know, everyone has a guardian, guardian angel. angel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. They're pretty common. I've seen a couple of angels. What do they look like? They're wild. Really <laughs> They're really wild. cool. They're like, at least the one that I saw, I saw one in Oxford and um, he was very Arabic looking, which was interesting because Jesus. when I saw him, he was like, oh, I saw him and then I saw his name kind of written in the air in front of me at the same time. It was like, like he, he had subtitles, his, right? Almost. <laughs> but I knew that he sent it to me like I needed to know his name. Mm -hmm. And when I Googled 
the way it sounded it looked exactly like it in sanskrit just on google oh. it's the same exact name yeah and um it was it was mikhail it was not michael it was like a different type of name <gasps> nice. that was similar to michael yeah and interestingly where i saw this angel in oxford so i was there for school for like 18 months and my college at Oxford was called Brazenose, and it's a college that's famous for law students. So most people go there for law or politics. And this particular angel I found out was a real one with the same name that was an angel of law, like his specialty was uh -huh. law. So that was cool. Like I had no idea oh, who he was, but yeah. he like was floating around in that area because that was his thing. <laughs> so that and was I cool. Lawn it up. <laughs> yeah. Just lawn what, it up. what did it look like though? Like was it a? Um, a he was like he, he was wings? really pretty. Yeah, he had wings. Um, they were not very tangible, but they he had these like pieces that felt wingish. And I saw a silhouette of a different angel, possibly. I don't think it was the same one that also had wings that were a lot uh -huh. more more feathery and wing like, but his were more like energies that came out of him that yeah. felt like wings oh, and then yeah. he had like really pretty like brown skin totally black warm hair very arabic looking like i said uh -huh. he had like a long face and like these really kind of strong features and his eyes were bright orange like fire orange it was super oh, cool nice. Mm -hmm. nice. was he wearing clothes um yeah he was in um like orange robes they were okay. not as orange as his eyes but they were like orangey Okay. Enough and to I, accentuate his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they like made him look even prettier. And I remember um, I actually saw him very close in my dorm room in Oxford. I like saw whoever that initial angel was. I don't know if it was the same one. And then I saw him in my dorm because he passed his head through my head. He was like, Fuck. I know. I like woke up and I went over. I was about to brush my teeth. I had the toothbrush in my hand and I just see this angel head pass through my head like out of nowhere. <laughs> And that's how I saw his eyes so clearly. It was like he put his eyes where mine were so I could see them. Yeah. It was very cool. He was just like passing through my head. And I saw how fiery they were, but it wasn't oh. scary. It was just really pretty. Oh. Yeah, it was neat. Jeez, oh, man. He's really tall. So I, I had a question. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how much time we have. But, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm um, talking a lot today. No, 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 this is crazy. Yeah, this oh, is, this is great. I, oh, I was damn, just curious wow. um, from listening to the part one and part two mm -hmm. um, the conversation you had with Kevin and Jose. You, you mentioned, um, I can't remember the exact wording, but I know you said that certain people live like a certain lifestyle that prevents them from yeah. from seeing or being open or um, mm -hmm. what what is that like what habit or what is the thing that makes people actually like not see these things? I think a lot of it is honestly Western lifestyle. So like Kevin's giving me an example, like when you're on your phone all the time, just fine. Like be on your phone. It's cool. I'm Googling but, orange eyes. Angel. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You'll actually see a lot of them. It's fascinating. Um, but like technology, I think is a big thing. Distractions in general, it's very different. Like even if you go camping for like a week in the woods with no technology, you come back with a very different headspace. That's just mm -hmm. like the beginning of how your head can be. If you're away from things that we're used to having every single day, it completely changes your brain and your attention span and like really your ability to chill. Like if you're just, if you have a strong ability to meditate and calm down, that helps a lot. But a lot of people mm -hmm. really don't have it anymore. A lot of people are really strung out and like, obsessed with something or anxious about something and i'm not saying like that i don't get that way sometimes because mm -hmm. i do but learning basic meditation techniques does help a lot okay. um the way the way you eat and drink so like caffeine booze that affects it a lot too um sugar affects it um basic sleep if you don't get enough sleep 
you'll not recall your dreams probably or you may not recall experiences outside your body so you may not as well have had those experiences uh-huh. i think a lot of people actually do have experiences but they don't remember them gotcha, so that's gotcha. a big part of it and yeah supplement take magnesium it helps magnesium. a lot I promise. I'm gonna keep that in mind. magnesium it really magnesium. it's crazy it makes a huge difference for me particularly magnesium that's crazy i'm gonna take one tonight yeah <laughs> right if you have some go for it i have some you yeah, give me, give me a dollar. dollar. Oh my dollar god! <laughs> <laughs> You'll trip balls, man. Take it like take it like three hours before you go to sleep. Yeah, I'm gonna take it right now. <laughs> yeah, go for insane. it. It's not a bad time. <laughs> <we're done>. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, nice. it works. Don't fall asleep nice. at the wheel, though. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of it really is just Western lifestyle. It's okay. basically the antithesis of being spiritual, or it can be in my mind. Which is really not useful. Like American. <laughs> yeah. Just American very, way of living. Very capitalist, very yeah. like, you know, even colonial. Like there's a lot of things at odds with spirituality. It yeah. can also be more like emotional. If you get Damn. fucked up enough then or messed up enough, sorry, then uh yeah, okay. you will yeah. We'll bleep that out. Thanks. We'll <laughs> <laughs> no, just bleep <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a big thing. Okay. And it just okay. takes practice too, honestly. Just uh, knowing that you want to have experiences helps a lot. Do you want to have experiences? Uh, not particularly. I was just curious. I yeah. Don't know. I don't know if I can handle that, to be honest with you. I don't think I can handle that. I'm be like, what um, the fuck, bro? The, no, the one and only time I've ever almost astral projected, uh-huh. I forced myself back into my body before I could fully leave. I had levitated like mm-hmm. five feet above my body and I freaked out and I just like... Is that when you were texting? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What if yeah, it was just, aliens, like, dude? I don't know, but like the thing is, like I, like after the matter, I like analyzed it, and I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like something grabbed my leg and yeah. like, was pushing me out. I didn't feel any external forces at play, and I was like, dang, I should have, I should have seen how this was gonna play out. Yeah, yeah. You can't necessarily anticipate it. It was crazy though. I like, like I didn't expect it to be such a physical feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what really solidifies it is that it happens to you and you're like, no, that absolutely happened to me. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. crazy. You actually feel like you're floating. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's like it's actually happening to you. It's like as clear as you can see your like fingers and your hand in front of your face. That's how you feel when you astral project. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I agree. That sounds scary. Have you ever yeah. seen aliens again? I I don't know because I don't. I've seen so many entities for years since that house experience yeah. and that initial getting really open that like I can't promise that none of them were aliens, but I've mostly seen things that I was pretty sure were of this earth. Okay. But really th- like overall they're all so strange to most people that they probably feel alien to them yeah. regardless of if they were nature spirits or something else. Mm-hmm. Some people even think they're the same thing, but I don't because yeah. um, some of them just feel literally like they're almost like of the soil around me like they feel like they're part of the forest around okay. me but then something like that kind of alien weird whatever that thing was that pulled me out i'm not convinced that he was like from the woods because it didn't have that same sort of yeah. feeling he had a different vibe like a different almost texture if that's what you can call it he yeah. just had a different presence and i'm feel- guessing because you're so connected to the earth mm-hmm that's why you can tell them apart because i know whenever we talked to justin about um you know things he was always very careful not to not to just flat out say yeah this is aliens and this is ghosts and this is this and this is that yeah because the way he was seeing them is just 
experiences in general and phenomena in general that you know then we try to put in boxes like yeah. no this was alien this exactly. was ghosts this was demons like things like that mm-hmm. um and it's interesting that because you have such a strong connection with like the world and things like that that you can differentiate when something feels yeah like it's not from here or not from you know the grass and the earth and things like that mm-hmm. yeah it's fucking crazy i guess what i would say is basically I've had experiences where I couldn't tell what they were. So to me, that usually means that it's like, it could be a f- like an entity that is of mixed forces or mixed mm-hmm. origin, which I think is totally possible. Like once you get on a more spiritual level, it makes sense that those energies would blend. And I think that's why certain fairies look this, the way they do is that they're, they're literally like little bits of nature that have kind of wadded up into something individual and then they have an interesting appearance because they're so mixed like i think that can happen and then if some of them look humanistic like if some of them look anthropomorphic then maybe it's because they have some human energy in them i'm not sure but there's also i mean there's so many celtic stories about fairies being a race and not just yeah a spirit that it's Um, and like even in elves also yeah yeah, exactly and they're really kind of the same giants yeah i've seen a giant whoa like like a like, lady giant. It was a girl. It was fascinating. Like outside? It was in England. Yeah. It was outside. What? Yeah, she was in a soccer field. It was crazy. I, had, I just <laughs> sort of... How, how I just big? started looking at... Because I saw... Wait, sorry, what? I saw <laughs> so, a weird... It was like a weird post on, on Facebook uh, talking about like... They, they dug up like a really large skeleton. Mm, it's probably And fake. then... Uh, well, no, that's the thing. I, I went and I was looking because I do remember... Um, I have a buddy who's a pastor... A Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a buddy who's a giant. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I have a buddy who's a pastor and uh-huh. uh, a giant pastor. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> buddy who's a giant. <laughs> we, we would always talk about like all these mythological creatures that are in the Bible that are they're mentioned mm-hmm. in the Bible. And I remember we had like a whole you know small group session where we just talked about all these different creatures. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the Nephilim, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. are I think if if I remember correctly, half human half angel, half human half angel, mm-hmm. which uh, are giants. Like that's mm-hmm. what happened mm-hmm. was like the the angels that fell. You know, according to the Bible or to the lore, I guess the angels that fell from heaven. You know, that were deceived by uh, mm-hmm. by Satan they you know found favor in the ladies here mm-hmm. and it was like ooh, ladies and right. so they you know banged them and shit yeah and they made this whole other race of beings that yeah. were giants that they were like half angel half human and they all happen to be giants and that's what um that motherfucker who fought uh goliath that's what goliath was he was a nephilim mm. and he was like uh, oh wow uh from that line of half angel half human people hmm. and that's what uh this post was saying that like it was a picture of these skeletons that they were found that they were remainders of the nephilim that they're found yeah like in in uh in europe and stuff that there's like a bunch of big ass motherfuckers what was the height hmm. did, did it say yeah in how- the post it looked like it was um anywhere between like 13 and like 19 feet wow. mm-hmm. yeah. the, the, like it was it was a perfectly proportional human mm-hmm. humanoid skeleton just massive it was just huge hmm. that's yeah. interesting yeah i forgot about that that's like i i'm definitely open to things like that i think there's a lot that we don't know and yeah. it's kind of interesting to think though like like a lot of times i think about like including the lady giant that i saw who was way bigger than that really i think what? if 
like it's possible like maybe these creatures or these people or entities lived a long time ago maybe i'm seeing their spirits now Mm -hmm. sometimes i don't know if it's that or if that or if it's that they've always been spiritual yeah like maybe they never were physically manifested but they have existed like this for a long time and that's why they're in our stories in different cultures i'm not sure maybe both did she look like a like a physical human um she looked like it was like something out of lord of the rings like she was literally this huge almost stony woman figure not like stone but like like her her silhouette was really i don't want to say aggressive or not not necessarily lumpy but like really boulder like like kind uh, of boulder like but not made of boulder like still fleshy Uh but like just huge like Like trolls kind of kind of trollish but she didn't have like a troll vibe she wasn't mean she was literally just like kind of stalking around in this soccer field and i saw her very briefly but Did like she disappear too um i remember i was just walking home from school and noticed her in the field and i was like my god this is like the first time i've ever seen something like yeah. that and um yeah she just she was almost this fleeting like as soon as i looked over to try to really study her she was gone because i just got too in the zone like i became too awake basically i'd yeah, probably yeah. been walking home really tired and then noticed her so yeah unfortunately when you get too awake you you can slip out of it and you'll basically not be hypnagogic or meditative enough to see those things that you want to see Mm -hmm. it's like purely just you're like too stimulated it like takes away the experience somehow but yeah it was really brief but she was cool i don't know what her name was giantess (laughs) gigantess yeah that's wild it was crazy that's why like um, I remember specifically when we're talking about those, like all the mythological creatures in the Bible, like mm. that's where I made the connection that like dragons are real and stuff. Yeah. I've seen dragons, you too. know, cause that's like, that's basically what a snake is. And like, if you believe what the, uh, the original description of a snake or of what this, of what became the snake in the Bible was legit a dragon, like had a lizard with arms, legs, legs arms, wings, wings. And yeah. it was like majestic as fuck and fucking dragon, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I've seen several dragons, and I actually I had a teacher in Oxford um, that also saw dragons the same way I did. Cool. Do you see like big ass dragons or like the little? Because I've seen like pictures, well, those like you know Photoshop pictures of like hand <laughs> dragons or whatever. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> these are like, seen the movie uh, smog ass really dragons. Yeah, smog like level. Bro. Wait, small yeah. dragons? No, smog. Smog, smog oh, from uh, <laughs> Ring. Like, yeah. have, have you seen the movie Rain of Fire? Uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. No. It's a movie about dragons. Ooh. It's a really well-made movie about dragons. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's about, like, it's like a, a post-apocalyptic future where dragons have destroyed the earth. Oh, interesting. No. Yeah, it's called Reign of Fire. It's so good. Reign spelled R-E-A or R-E-I-A-G-N. Uh, you'll have to look it up. Okay. I, I forget. I just remember that it's called Rain of Fire. Okay. Wow. Okay. Are you even a fan? Is that Johnny Cash? I'm kidding. Huh? <laughs> it's Ring of Fire. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. our... E-I-G-N. Oh, it's R-E-I-G-N. Dude, that's crazy. What's it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, 42. 42? Yeah, I guess it was like a mid-movie. Have you seen another thing? Like, (laughs) have you seen like, uh, have you seen like Basilisks or like, uh, like it was good movie. What are those other things? Man, I used to know all of them. Yeah. There were a bunch of crazy Slacking. like more more Slacking. serpentoid or serpent like no i think or? i think the original basilisk as uh described in like greek and and roman mythology is more like a it's more like a water dragon with mm. uh like a, a salamander bro 
Well, kind of, yeah, pretty much. Or like an alligator, kind of. Hmm, okay. Almost, but just like a little badassier, I guess. That's cool. I don't think... I don't think I've specifically noticed that, but I've seen no. a variety of dragons that were, they seemed like they had different elements going on. So that would make sense hmm. that it, it was a thing. That's crazy thing. Yeah. That is oh, cool. Man, this is all crazy. Yeah. yeah. The, world is, the world is so much <laughs> yeah. bigger, man. Yeah. It's scary. Just take magnesium. I don't think I want to. No, I'm good. I'll give you some before you leave. I'm I'm all right. I have magnesium citrate at home, but whenever I get plugged up, that's what I use. I'm about to go see (laughs) if this um, little metal bead is anywhere. Oh, God. You're going to find it. You're (laughs) going to find it. Yeah, I remember when I got really open and like was seeing fairies for the first time, I started finding mushrooms in weird places in my room. And uh, like I had a clean room. I wasn't like a disgusting person yeah. with fungus growing yeah, everywhere. Right. It was literally just it was like, mold, bro. I just remember, mold. no, I remember I like, so outside I was, I remember the coolest thing I ever found and I got a good picture of it was. You got a picture? I got, I have a picture of a formation that was outside my house when I got really open to fairies and it was literally a heart shaped ring that was bright red mushrooms next to my like bedroom you window. do always post a lot of pictures of really yeah. cool looking mushrooms so i like i find them a lot but that one was like shockingly it uh-huh. was just so eerie because it was so heart shaped and so red and, and so they do that me. right like they'll make like it i've heard formations, yeah, like formations, formations of like, like mushrooms yeah. and like yeah. Other things. yeah it's like, like they play fairies. with things yeah. they just get they're very creative and like you know just curious yeah. a lot of the time they're almost like kids and um or sometimes they are but like yeah, like I would see stuff like that. But then I remember one time under my bed, I, I had dropped my glasses and it slid down on the floor under my bed. So I moved all the crap out of the way. And there was just one side that had some like books or something and I moved it. And then I got my head under there and I found this little, it was like a quarter size, just a mushroom cap, not even a full mm-hmm. mushroom, just a cap sitting under my bed. And it had this perfect little star formation in it. Yeah. And it was just sitting there under my bed, like not crushed somehow yeah. by all my stuff but there was no stem either so it didn't grow there something yeah. put it there bro and it wasn't me fairies that was cool dude. do you have a picture that's crazy um i did take a picture of that it's definitely somewhere on my instagram i'll go find it Damn. i document as much as i can. yeah dude every i mean now ever since seeing how many mushrooms you post like whenever i see a mushroom i like look at it and just be like that's a cool looking Whoa. mushroom i mean mu- like ever since then i've been like damn mushrooms are pretty wild like yeah. they, they do some crazy mushrooms shit like pretty wild, like the bro. really big Literally. ones or like yeah. like like, yeah, it's crazy when they grow out of each other. Yeah, mushrooms. They're very spiritual. They're very mushrooms. Cool. Sorry, guys. That, that was my fault. That's yeah, the first time. Yeah, the first time you did that, I swear I thought I was on drugs. Oh <laughs> my god! I was like, Yo, oh no, dude. he took the second box in there. <laughs> 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 <It's like, laughs> wow. So Holloway, Holloway brought us something, right? Oh, oh yeah, this drugs. Yes. Oh, drugs. No, that's yeah. after. You mean these cards here? Oh, yeah, yeah. same thing. Fancy. Yeah. So, yeah, because I saw that you recently started uh, doing tarot readings for. So I've been doing for a side tarot. hustle. Yeah, it is kind of a side hustle, but um, that's how you do it, man. Use your powers, man. You know. Yeah, right? I I love reading tarot. I've been like kind of loosely doing it for like somewhere eight to ten years. I don't remember when I bought my first deck, but this is so like really you should be gifted tarot. That's kind of like the tradition is that you don't buy them for yourself. So mm-hmm. I bought my first deck for myself before I knew Damn. that was a thing. So what I gave noob. them away. <laughs> I gave them away. I know I was such a noob. <laughs> I gave them away. And then someone else gifted me there. So now that's what I use is I have okay. those, cool. those new ones. It's kind of like the wands. You know, you have to defeat. Read me. Yeah. <laughs> The previous uh, owner's I one. I can set up a yeah. table real quick. I got it right here. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Yes, right. read me. 
Are you going to tell us any of his secrets with these cards? Um, not on purpose. I don't know. Like, sometimes. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, thanks. Yes. Do, do you guys mind if I record this? D- yeah. This is Jose recording. Exposed. So you'll probably, <laughs> you, you might be holding, I don't know how Come much you want to record. <laughs> you could be holding it for a while because it'll take a minute, but that's fine with me. Spirits are good about Exposed, Jose. Ooh, yeah, yeah, if something gets go exposed. Easy on I'm about to talk shit about you, Rock. <laughs> go easy on me, Spirits. I'll go. It's like this motherfucker, Jose. <laughs> Hangman, boom. Oh, Dead. Gosh. Dead. <laughs> Okay, so the first card that you put down in the Celtic Cross is your current situation. And your current situation card is the Knight of Swords inverted. And my interpretation of this usually is like behaving in a slightly brash way. You're being like a little impulsive. Um, This knight is that way usually, but when it's inverted, normally it means that it's about yourself or behaving in a way you normally wouldn't. And then what I can do... like each tarot deck for people that want to learn i guess i'll say it usually comes with a little brief almost like a tiny bible for like what each card means so like i'll give you their example too um so the knight of swords in their deck is an energetic mercenary male or female so this could be about someone that is causing you to behave in a particularly rash way or maybe they are and you're kind of butting heads with them right now it's possible. Um, so let's look at what is influencing your current situation. Okay, so I just pulled the Two of Wands inverted. Um, the Two of Wands can be associated with making a plan, but when it's inverted, it's usually that you need to make a plan. It could be that you need to make a plan in relation to that person. It could be dealing with this person or like fixing something in your environment that's causing y'all to either butt heads or maybe you just need to get away from them it could be that you need to plan like a movement um the wands are usually they can be related to work but it's usually more of a creative thing or like an idea um this is also a card about travel in some ways so this also says setbacks or missed opportunities and basically that's related to making a plan or needing to because of something that went wrong and probably relating to that person or your current situation. All right, now I'm going to pull the third place card, which is your goal or destiny. Okay, this is the Knight of Cups upright. And the Knight of Cups is like the quintessential romantic. He's literally like the most romantic person in the deck. And he's like, he's like in touch with his feminine side. He's kind of a poet and he tries to use words very carefully. He can be very articulate. Um, and he's not afraid to say exactly what, how he feels. So if this pertains to someone who you're struggling with, or if this is about you, being very honest with yourself and that person will be very important. And that's kind of probably the goal to uh, address the current issues in your daily life or with your friends or family. Um, but this sounds like it's relating to a particular person, I would say, based on the fact that you have two knights here. So this also says a man or woman who brings advantageous offers or good news. This can also be you, but this could be someone who helps you figure out exactly what you're trying to say in your current situation. Let's look at your long-term history. This is in the fourth card place. Okay, so in your long-term past, you have the Three of Swords inverted. So the Three of Swords inverted or upside down. This could be 
in relation to someone you've had a relationship with long term that's been detrimental especially to you and because it's about swords it is probably about logistics and the fact that it just wasn't it basically was a relationship that didn't make sense because it was literally just illogical like it didn't make sense for you to be with this person or around this person for a lot of reasons and you didn't really have to think about it it just didn't make sense and it was kind of forced so that's probably what that long-term past is about all right let's look at your recent events I'm not revealing any information about myself. <laughs> That's totally yeah, fine. To. In fact, you shouldn't because um, you it'll be more interesting. It. Yeah, they'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so in your recent events place, this is the fifth place in the Celtic Cross. Um, you have the Magician inverted, and I associate the Magician with skill, like skill building, learning skills, learning. It could be artistic, it could just be like craft or like it can be a work skill, but generally it's something kind of cool as opposed to just like regular education. Um, it can also be about, um, it can be about planning, but it's more like learning exactly how you want to do certain things, especially if you're going to have kind of a, like a different lifestyle or different career goals as opposed to like, you know, a desk job or something. So this card is basically about like doing something cool with your life, especially learning skills, especially artistic skills. Um, it can also even be about things like math. Um, and when it's inverted, it probably is supposed to highlight that you're not using your skills the way you would expect to or you would like to. So if there are certain skills that you have that you're learning or that you want to learn, learn those things. If you've learned them and you're not using them, use those things. It's just like a basic reminder to do exactly what you want to do. So since it's in your recent events place, it means that you've either done this or considered it very recently and maybe part of your setback that um, was represented in your current situation is that you weren't using those skills properly. Social climbing, swindling, trickery, charlatanism. So this could be someone else doing those things to you or if you feel like you've done those things, this is just a reminder to stop because it's affecting your current situation. <laughs> and that's basically what that spot's about. All right, in your near future place, this is the sixth place in the Celtic Cross. You have the sun, which is cool. Um, the sun is kind of like exposure. It's like exposing truths or exposing exactly what's going on. It, it's also like just joy and happiness, basically. So this is a good card to have and it's in your near future. This is like an impending event that's coming up soon based on your current situation. So that's good. The sun is kind of, it's like a generally happy card. It can also be about family. Um, so I don't know if there's like a meeting coming up, if there's like a family event coming up, this is something to focus on rather than this other odd relationship that has been going on or has affected you in some way. And it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. It can be, it could also be something at work. Um, but the, I think that the, the recent events place where you're not using skills properly or not doing exactly what you intended is more related to the need to make a plan or address exactly what you wanna do. And this is very separate. This is just like a cool thing that's happening that is better to focus on. Like I said, it could be a planned meeting, it could be something you're not expecting, and even if it's a small thing, it is something important to focus on rather than your long-term past. 
because lingering on that past is affecting your current skill choices and relationship choices. All right, and now I'm gonna look at the seventh place, which is a card that represents you specifically. Okay, so you're represented by the King of Wands, and basically, especially if you're trying to learn tarot, one easy thing to remember about the kings is that they are the master at whatever their suit represents. So the wands are a very creative card. They're like a very, um, they're like a tangible, a tangible creation card, but they can also be a spiritual creation card and like mastering yourself. It's not the same as the cups in the way that those are very introspective. This is more about what you are building and trying to attain. Um, it's also not the same as the pentacles because you could be, you could be working on yourself and what you need in this life not for wealth but for bettering yourself whereas the pentacles represent more like physical stuff that you're trying to get done so this is a mature and wise man from the country who offers valuable advice so this does represent you it doesn't necessarily mean like i don't know if you're from the country <laughs> it could just mean you're like you are someone from a slightly different perspective in your community that has something to share and then you're not using it very much i think this is maybe what this means again there's something that you are very good at or that you could talk about and you're not really doing it. I don't know if this is spiritual necessarily, but it could be more creative based on which king this is. Um, let me move on to your environment and we could get some clarification. I am technically from the country. There you go. <laughs> from the hood. From the hood. I mean that too, but like, <laughs> um, I was born in Venezuela. And like Venezuela really, is a country. No, no, no. <laughs> Damn. Like... <laughs> Like, you know how, like, here we have the South, you uh -huh. know, and, like, Bars. the South is very country here. Well, in Venezuela, I was born in, like, the equivalent of what the South would be here in America. Oh, cool. And you Southern boy. To the bone. Ooh. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah, like, my family had, like, horses and cattle and nice. donkeys. She's about to pull the cowboy right now. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, this could be about your horses. <laughs> Okay, okay, no, it's not. <laughs> this is in your... So this is the eighth place. This is your physical environment. This can pertain to people, places, or things, but it's basically everything but you. Um, and things around you that could be affecting you or people that could be affecting you. Um, or things that you could be interested in. So this is strength inverted. It can be kind of a literal card. It doesn't necessarily mean that, like, there is no strength in your environment, but it means that there is something kind of lacking and it could be something that you already understand or you already know that you want to change, which could be what a lot of this is related to. If there's something in your environment or a person in your environment that needs help, that is also relevant. Let's do your inner emotions. This is the ninth place. Here it goes. This one's gonna break you. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> I'm nervous for you to be honest. I'm nervous for me too. <laughs> no, don't be nervous. These cards are really nothing new to you. Tarot is usually just a reminder. It's yeah. like a good. <laughs> it's like a blueprint of what you already know, whether that is you true. whether you want to know it or not. Um. So this is the nine of pentacles or the nine of coins inverted. So nine is a spiritual number, but the pentacle cards or the um, coin cards are usually about. They can be about material wealth. They can also be about spiritual wealth. They generally pertain directly to like work making, um, charity. It can be about support of family um, and fiscal issues. 
Okay, so their interpretation of it inverted is income less than expected. So since this is in your inner emotions card, this could be about like frustrations with income or it could be about frustrations with feeling like you haven't earned what you deserved when you are learning something new or you've tried something new. Um, it could be directly related to work. It generally is. It could also be about what you feel like other people aren't giving you, whether it is like literally money or if it's just like support. And that could be related to the kind of weak point in your environment. I feel like there's a connection between those two. And especially from your perspective as someone who's trying to master something, it can be frustrating to be around someone who's not giving you the support that you feel like you deserve. So addressing that is very important. I would say your final solution card or your answer card would also address this. So this is the 10th place. So in your 10th place, you have the Six of Cups. And this is a nostalgia card, so this is kind of, it's not necessarily sappy, but it could be a little sappy. The nostalgia card is about literally reaching back into your childhood, remembering things that made you happy or people that made you happy, and trying to remember what you started with and what you want now, possibly based on your original dreams or your original intent. Um, it could be like you've been having second thoughts about what you want to do, where you want to be, or who you want to be around. And this card literally invites you and reminds you that you do need to do that and to reach back and think about that to figure that out. So yeah, that's basically what the final answer is. So there you go. <laughs> Those are your yes. 10 cards. So now, how, how, do you, how do you feel? Yeah, do you feel like a... Tell us, Jose. Your um, deepest secret. <laughs> your deepest, darkest, spookiest secrets. No, it was. Are you it high was right now. No, it was kind of like she Do mentioned earlier. Like none of this is supposed to be like new information to yeah. you, mm -hmm. you know. And like it did kind of feel like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, like a lot of these. Like, like the more I thought about it, like the more there was like some kind of correlation, like with like literally every single one. So mm -hmm. I was just like, well guess I could relate to this and that actually like makes you like like think about like what's actually happening in your life mm -hmm. so like as you were reading every card I was just like thinking back at like every situation in my life that could like match which with like each and every one of these you know like mm -hmm. stuff going on in like the house like the people you were around like mm -hmm. thinking about the future like all, like all that shit like just you know like yeah yeah so you know like a lot of it you know like I like I found ways to to relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of them are just reminders. So when you're when you're doing the reading, are you just uh, like shuffling through the deck to see what feels yeah. right in that category of whether it's like his past life or his present life or things like that? Like you're just mm -hmm. going by each card because I mean I noticed you. I mean you're not looking at the bottom of the card. You're yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't mention that. Part. So I literally, for <clears throat> people listening, I have the whole deck face down, so I just look at the backs of the cards. It's like a decorated back that's identical on each card. Um, yeah, I literally I flip through it until usually I wait until I get chills or until my hands get hot, and then I stop on the card that that seems to correspond. So you're not okay. So it's not like you're looking for it because. I mean, if I'm looking at it, it just looks like you're looking for a specific card. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's not like you're in a room searching for the sound. You're more of just like in a room. And then if a sound comes out, that's where you stop. Does um, that make sense? Like, sort of, yeah. I literally, like, I literally just wait until a card 
it feels like the card is producing a chill from the top of my head mm -hmm. down my back. I'll get a chill sometimes or my hands just turn hot and that's when I stop because it feels correct. Does it help to, to know the person that you're reading or does it help to the less you know, the better? Um, that's a good question. I've kind of, I feel like I've had similar feelings no matter if I knew them or not. Like I've been approaching coffee shops and at, strangers would ask for readings and it feels the same for them too. Mm -hmm. But I guess if I know someone better, I could interpret more specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I could say like, obviously it helps that like, if you know that someone's like got a weird, like family relationship or they have something going on at work or whatever it is, I could obviously pinpoint better if I knew mm -hmm. something about it and the cards would just bring it out. But like, if I don't know someone at all, I don't want to get too specific because I don't want them to go down like a mental path of, well, it must be this thing. Mm -hmm. I want them to like, literally just like try to think about everything and think about what it could be unless the card has a very specific meaning. And sometimes it does. Sometimes the card is literally like, I can't even think of an example. Like, I guess the nostalgia card is kind of specific because it is about like, you do need to go back and almost practice being a baby again to like figure these things out. But a lot of the cards are more open-ended and they're like, well, you know, you'll experience joy. Like that's pretty open-ended. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have something going on that like is happening soon and it, it's an occasion that you want to be excited about, then the point of the cards really is to remember how important it is to enjoy that and step away from your current situation. Mm -hmm. So it can be that. It can also mean like something odd will happen in you know that that joyful time will like affect like it can affect the way you interpret your current events because it kind of jolts you out of it for a while i don't know i'm i'm not sure what i'm trying to say there but basically like yeah the cards are purposely open ended but if you have a specific meaning um that comes to your mind when you're the one being read then that is specifically for you and it's not even necessarily something that i need to know about so yeah but for strangers or for someone i know really well it kind of feels the same is there a bad card is there a like, bad card like a card that means something bad um most people would argue that death is bad but it's really not um i would say one card that can be bad is the five of swords let me find it for you look forward and talk the five of the five of swords is like the quintessential backstabber card it's like trickery like someone literally someone's tricking you something bad is happening that you don't know about there are specific cards like that there's a few like that but the five of swords is like a specific one and a lot of people think death is bad but it can also just mean a transition it's the same with anyone's interpretation of death in real life so mm. it doesn't have to be a bad thing it can be physical death i've had readings where it did end up being physical death but um like that this person was gonna die um or that I, they were gonna that they were gonna be like that death was going to come in their life somehow yeah usually it was like separate from them but it was a literal death in their life okay um i don't remember if i've ever read anyone who literally died i've had visions about people dying and they did die the way they saw them die that's fucked up but it is fucked up <laughs> but um that's a whole other story i don't know how much time you have oh god but yeah as far as reading though i don't think that's ever happened um yet so hopefully well, it won't <laughs> continue well thank you so much for this yeah i, this I hope reading. it was at least fun no it was it was i enjoyed it, it was, do you it feel like enlightened or uh do you Clare feel like you're gonna clarity. make change or 
Um, yeah, I mean, Act like upon I f- these readings, I I feel like that should kind of be the point, right? Yeah, like what what is like, yeah? If, is you're, the if point? you're inclined to, if it doesn't feel right, then you definitely don't have to listen to the tarot because sometimes it's just like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, no, no, I feel that, but it's weird because um, you know, like a lot of that stuff like did kind of make you think mm-hmm. or like make me think mm-hmm. about stuff happening, you know. So yeah, um, I don't know, like I thought it was cool. Yeah. I'm gonna sleep on it. Yeah, and with then magnesium. Uh, with magnesium. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Literally do that, and then tomorrow you can read more about each of those cards if you want to, because someone else may have a better interpretation. And I'm also not used to doing it in a room full of people, so I didn't do as good a job. But you I know, get it. I, I think you did great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you did great. Yeah. Thanks. Do you always have to do this in person? Insert clap. Um, <laughs> you mean like do a read in person? Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I do a lot of distance reading. So usually how I do it is like, I, I'll literally post like, Hey, I'm reading. If you guys want one, just let me know. And then I'll like type my interpretation and I'm honestly better at, at like writing than I am speaking. So it tends to work out better. Mm-hmm. So I'll type like their whole reading in one big chunk. This is technically the second reading she's given me. Oh yeah. I forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that one scary or what? No, yeah, that did one that was, one change your life? I mean, it was like I kind of got like a similar feeling to this one. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, I like that it's written because I can go back and read it if I want. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and it is cool to like be able to physically give someone something for the reading because then mm-hmm. yeah, you can go back and reference it, and it could be kind of spooky because like if I get specific, which has happened before, I'll get specific in a reading and they'll go back and read it and be like, that was kind of weird. Well, yeah, I feel cool. like I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go back and read. Yeah, the, the you stuff can see you if there's something me. in it that was weird because I would love to know what it was. Yeah, that would okay, be weird. <laughs> I'm, gonna do that. I'm gonna go back and read it. I'll probably hit you up about it like right. this week. Good, please yeah. let me know. That's interesting. Yeah, but if anyone ever wants a reading, I can just type it for you. Hell yeah. And honestly, it tends to work better because I can be alone and be really weird and like look insane while my like <laughs> candles are lit and shit. And I'll do a better job, like with a crystal ball and everything. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, I've got some stuff like that around. I don't usually use it. It's just kind of cool, but <laughs> it doesn't serve a purpose. It's just decor. Yo, yeah, that's so I funny. honestly, I really want like a huge. I would love an obsidian sphere because mm-hmm. as cool as crystal balls are, that are like the clear kind of princessy looking ones. Um, they're dangerous. They're neat, but yeah, they are. They can be, <laughs> but. I yeah. love the round black obsidian. I just like like from Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. It looks more like those. Okay. Yeah, I like those a lot, and I do have a slab of black obsidian. It's just like a slice of it, yeah. and I love that. Obsidian love that is thing. cool. You know, it's funny. I I read this thing. It was like a short little story about this dude who was uh, who wanted to buy a crystal ball because he wanted to get into like magic stuff, and, uh-huh. and then the, and then the the like creepy person or witch or whatever that he bought it from <laughs> was like. Yo, when you put this in your house, like, make sure that whenever you're not using it, you cover it up with a rag or something. And the dude was like, oh, why? Because the spirits can get out or blah, 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 something like that. And he was like, no, it's because if you leave it uncovered and the sun hits it at a weird angle, it'll burn your fucking house down. Yeah, oh, right. shit. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. No way. Yeah, especially the, the clear ones. The black, yeah. it's less of an issue, but yeah. the clear ones, it's like literally oh, like damn. a magnifying glass. Yeah, it like, is. It'll, it is, bro. Wow. Yeah, it was funny so funny. Now. He's like, why? Because the spirits look at it and like haunt me. And it's like, no, dude, it'll literally burn your house. Dude, that's yeah. crazy. It really will. That's true. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you sit in your so. window, you're just screwed. Oh, yeah, man. you don't want to do that. I thought that was crazy. funny too because I was thinking the same thing as that. Yeah, guy. Like I was like, dark, oh, what is the, the spirit? <laughs> yeah. you? Like, the no, dark lord can see you from that side. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
That's why. I mean, I guess if burning your house down is considered an act of the spirits, then yeah. I mean, yeah, they did. That's it. the thing. There's a lot of ways to interpret how that crystal ball burned your house. Science or spirits. That's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, I think we should call it. Plug your uh, your reading services. My reading services. Okay, so <laughs> I do tarot company. sometimes, but generally, if you have uh, spirit questions, I'm always happy to help. I like talking to people about this stuff. But nice. I'm on Instagram at love underscore Holloway. Love underscore, love underscore Holloway. Yeah. Send her all your we'll creepy things. questions about yeah. gnomes and fairies. Yes, fairies, gnomes, brownies, <laughs> dragons, dead people. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Whatever you want, that's I can talk wild. about it. That's so scary. Love it. I pr- it's really not I promise honestly it's 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 cool after a because, while it's not <laughs> <laughs> no it's just really cool because I mean again I always go back to your artwork because uh, I mean that's obviously that's how I first met you was your artwork yeah um, GHP back from our GHP days yep. yeah <laughs> so just like watching how your art has changed and and uh, although it has changed there are very similar roots within all of it mm-hmm. to where you know it comes back to you and it, it's almost like throughout your whole life as a creative you've been you've had this in you right mm-hmm. and it definitely reflects you embracing it more within your artwork yeah and you can definitely see that and uh, almost feel that now like the stuff that you make now is a lot more welcoming and it's not um <laughs> i don't want it to be so spooky anymore yeah that's the thing because it really was like yeah, all your stuff back then was very scary and like well, i'm very, glad you noticed that i definitely did like it was very creepy looking and very i mean that's honestly the, like what i liked about it was how like uh-huh. you know tim burton you know it looked mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it was really really great like that um but yeah definitely seeing seeing it change and stuff is it's gotten a lot more a lot uh lighter but still with that um earthy like esoteric essence Mm. and uh it's definitely like it it shines through which is really and it's just interesting you know seeing that and then hearing you talk about these things and about how it affects your life and Mm. it just uh it 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 adds so much more context to your work itself and like for real like if you guys should check out her instagram because her her stuff (laughs) is crazy like it's it's it looks really really good also have loveholloway.com it's the it's like better pictures oh nice (laughs) oh nice yeah because you got some really you got some cool shit i'm particularly a fan (laughs) of your sculptures your sculptures are they're they're freaky but i like you (laughs) appreciate it yeah man check her out and uh yeah yeah this was fun yeah this is fun and scary at the same time i have to go like watch an episode of it's always sunny in philadelphia before i go to bed watch something (laughs) watch something happy but if you're listening now do something fun uh you don't want to have any nightmares sorry (laughs) sorry about that i shared the more dark stuff but there's good stories too yeah i like the dark stuff though the dark stuff we can do we can do all of it it's interesting yeah dude Yeah. That's why, like, I feel like we need to do like three more episodes because I just, yeah, I still have so many. Like, I, we, I mean, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't even talk like, about the stuff that I had wanted to talk about. Yeah, and it's just funny. Like, so this funny so, just because this was so interesting. Like, yeah, like we could. I would be happy to do that. And like every time we sit down, I remember stories that I forgot about. So, like, I'm not deliberately like hiding things. I just like, oh yeah, that did happen. It's, it's all part of so the. Many. It's all part of the illusion. Yeah, I don't character, mean to. This character, <laughs> is, right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, we yeah. definitely need to do some more episodes. So yep, that'll be lit. This was yeah. cool. Yeah. Let us check. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Juan, sign us off, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you got you got to do it. 
I don't even know what to say. Exactly. This is how I feel. This is how I feel every time. But we usually tell you. Like, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in and let me out. There you go. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Holloway, Daniel, Kevin, Jose, and me. See you next time. Thank you. See you guys. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. And please support us by rating us five stars. It really helps. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other socials by searching for MRP Show or visit us at mrpshow.com to stay updated. Until next time, I forgot to hit record.